Good afternoon, Michael Malice here. Let that be your welcome for the next two hours. We are live here in sunny Milwaukee, where it is hotter than JFK's house. I am here <laughs> to be delighted to be hosting Dave Rubin's Return to the Internet. You have been off the internet for all of August. Yes. Uh, this has been a show you do every year when you go back on the air. I am sitting in the same chair that Glenn Beck, Larry Elder, Ben Shapiro, and Michael Knowles have farted in. I'm adding my own scent to that. And we're going to be filling you in on what happened over the last month. I have literally, I just want to be very, very clear about this, as you know, but I want everyone to know that's watching this. I have literally no idea what's going on in the world. We're at the Republican debate right yes. now, and everyone's coming up to me at the hotel and at the airport. Dave, it's crazy, it's crazy. And I'm just like, don't talk to me, don't tell me anything. I have no idea. Uh, I will tell you one, I do have one thing that I think maybe happened. Do you yeah. want to just get that yes, out right up absolutely. top? By contextual clue, I do think a celebrity who I like died. We're going to open up with oh. two celebrity deaths. Okay. So hold that thought. So I'll hold that. Hold that thought. Can I just say one other thing before we begin? Yes, then please. this is your program to take us wherever you want to go. Uh, I have been in a Mexican rainforest for the last two weeks amongst the monkeys and the silence and the rain and doing absolutely nothing. I forgot my uh, wallet yesterday going to the airport because I just haven't had any wallets or phones or anything. Forgot my belt today. Did I'm wearing you, a Target belt right did now. Did you use our secret code and say, don't you know who I am? <laughs> well, two guys recognize me at TSA, but they they apparently they don't take a random guy saying, oh yeah, that's Dave Rubin to let you through. I had to be taken into Homeland Security. And Anyway, I made it to Milwaukee. I don't even know who's here. I, tr I do not know. With, yeah. I don't know if Trump is coming. I have no idea what's going on. Enlighten me, Michael. I assume I, everything got better in the I, world, I, right? I, is that, yeah, yeah. I have to tell you, I'm a little yeah. bit nervous doing this show right now. Okay. For you. Because okay. are you? There's a lot of terms that people use in political discourse that don't yeah. have real meaning. Racism. Everything. Racism means I don't like it. I'm a racist. Uh, a degenerate. It yes, doesn't mean yes. it means I don't like it. Are you familiar with the term long con? Long con. The long con. No. That's I, when you work with someone and build up your confidence with them in a rapport so that it pays off in the end. So now you have me, oh, one of the internet's this... biggest trolls, for two hours running your show. Oh, my. Here's what we're going to open with. Okay. There are eight candidates at the debate tonight. Okay. I am, and you know, you and I are both political animals. Yeah. I'm familiar with seven of them. Let's see if you can guess who those eight are. And it shouldn't be too hard to guess those seven out of eight. Okay, so I'll, I'll remove Trump for just a second. So DeSantis, Correct. Nikki, Vivek. Uh, well, I did not know he was here, but I'm very excited to see that Larry Elder is here because he he's across not, the street. He's here because he's not in there. He did oh, not make the debate. He didn't make Sorry. it. Sorry. Oh, I saw my... Uh, damn. Sorry, damn. Dave. Uh, well, that's upsetting. Uh, I'm going to guess that Suarez snuck his way in. Who? Uh, Francis Suarez, mayor of Miami. Nope. Did... All right, so wait. I said I said. You got three of them so far. DeSantis, Nikki. Tell me Asa Hutchinson Asa made Hutchinson. it. Asa oh. Hutchinson, yes, he did. <laughs> that's funny. He didn't retire after that Tucker incident. That was like one of the last things that I saw. He's Tucker... running for a book deal. I mean, that's hilarious. So, okay, he's here. Uh Chris Christie? Yes, sir. So that's five. You know, uh, do you know what Chris Christie's nickname was trending on Twitter? I'm not making this up. Krispy Kreme. White Lizzo. Cr <laughs> that's funny. No, I didn't, I'm serious. He was <laughs> See, trending. See, the internet's not totally horrible. Yes, White Lizzo. All right, so I'm missing two. Now, one of them may be... very obvious one. Well, so, then, well, so Trump may be one, obviously. No. But I'm just going to put that aside for a second. I'm missing an obvious one. Who did I forget out of these one. people? Hold on, hold on. Who else is running for president? God, I've been out of it for a while. Can I get a hint? 
Yeah, he was the vice president. Oh, he's running too? Yes. That guy, he's, I thought Tucker ended him. So nope. the robot pretending to be Pence, okay. And, 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 then, and then I guess number seven is either Trump, but if it's not Trump, let me just think for one sec who else it might be. It's the diversity hire of the Republican Party. It's the diversity hire of the Republican Party. They, they got a, they got a, Senator they got a Tim gay. Scott. Oh, Tim Scott. Yeah, 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 yeah Tim yeah, Scott. Yeah, Tim Forgot Scott's about running. him too. Man, I have been out of it. So Trump's not here. Hold on. There's oh. number eight. Doug, is his name Doug Bergram, who is the governor of Doug, North Dakota. Wasn't he a pitcher for the Brewers and in 82? apparently he ran into his staff in the Starbucks this morning. I've been told to tell you this. I did? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. that guy who said hi to me? And yeah. he is in the ER. Uh, because he had some basketball accident yesterday, apparently. So Wait. there's a question if he's going to be there tonight. Wait, this guy, Doug, who's running for president, yes. who made it in over Larry Elder, yes. had a basketball accident yesterday and is now sh not showing up here today? Possibly not showing up. Is this and everyone's real? at tender hooks because Doug Bergram is really the guy who wow. wants to see. Doug Bergram. I wouldn't mind playing basketball. With Doug well, you'd Bergram. win. Yeah. You'd send him to the hospital, literally. <laughs> wow. All right. So, oh, so Trump's not here. So that's the so the big here was the here was the criteria. Wow. The Republicans said you had to have certain a certain number of donors. Forty thousand donors, at least a dollar. Raise a certain yeah. amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and also have a certain percent in the polls. Right. Several I polls. think one percent. Yeah. But you also had to sign a loyalty oath, which Trump refused to do. Here's the other thing. Wow. He said it's a waste of his time. He's way ahead in all the polls. He's not. That's a strategy for him. It's not a completely crazy one. Uh, it's interesting that Chris Christie, who has been very, very vocally anti-Trump, I'm sure that happened yeah. before you left, he signed that loyalty pledge. I don't think this loyalty pledge is going to hold any water because no, I, it, does, it doesn't mean anything. It's not a no legally binding document. Exactly. You changed your mind. We're exactly. suing you. So we're going to start with wow, um, so Trump is not here. Trump, Trump is, is not, not here. here. Wow. But there is wow. Some, there is Trump news happening today and tomorrow, which you we're going to get to. We're, no, 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 no. Dave, I'm, not, I'm like, you don't understand. I'm, oh, I'm pissed about the Larry Elder thing. He's, he's standing right over there. Uh, yeah, well, that's why he's standing over there yeah. and not in there. Let's see if Larry can come up and wave to the people or something. Yeah. Oh, Let that. me run my show. Okay. All right, run your show. So we're going to start with okay. two deaths, uh, someone who's oh. very famous. and. Can I tell you the one that I think, maybe? You, you got it right. So I think maybe, and it's for uh, people of our age, yes. with our pop, ah, Pee Wee Herman died? Pee Wee Herman died. Ah. Do you know how they buried him? In a movie theater, no, they no, got no. a joke for they, me they, somewhere. They put the in body a Rube Goldberg a machine? No, no, no. They put the body in the table, and all the pallbearers are going to rub the body out until completion. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, here. You want a high five for that one? You, come on. Sure. You know how I kind of got. So that was the only thing that I thought I got a contextual clue on. Because did that happen very early in the month? July 31st, yeah. So I'm like, August 1st or 2nd, you know, I didn't have a phone anymore and I didn't have any social media or anything, but I turned on Apple TV just to turn on Netflix or whatever. And Pee Wee's Big Adventure was the number one thing on there. And then like a few days later, I went into, I think, HBO Max and they had Pee -wee, Big Top Pee Wee and another Pee Wee thing. And I was like, either he got caught in the theater again doing his thing or he's dead. So, ah, oh, that's, I he was a legend. really a legend. bad Pee Wee news that would might make you not like him as much. When I heard this, it broke my heart. Do you want to hear it? Oh, no. Do you want to hear it or do you not want to hear it? Maybe. This has nothing to do with his death. This it has is nothing just, to do with his death. Oh, then let's shelve it. Yeah, okay. Let's shelve it. Yeah. So Pee Wee Herman and someone else. I don't know the other one. So the other person, you don't know this guy. His name is Donovan Cryptaddy on Twitter. He was a young up-and-coming comedian. His album came out in July. Uh, we're going to have a little clip from him. We're going to play it right now. So for some weird reason, I keep getting tagged and posted to people freaking out, being like, Oh, Crip, did you hear about this Leah Thomas person? Winning awards and shit and swimming. It's fucked up, man. What do you think? I'm just like, I mean, 
All right, Marty McFly's mom wants to fucking swim. Let her swim, dude. Calm down. Like, no, dude, that's Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. It's called Sports Illustrated Comedian Edition, his first album. He was in a wheelchair, disabled comedian. Very, very funny. He had DM'd me to do the show. I never applied to him, and now he's Damn. gone. So I what, what happened? What happened? Uh, he had a lifelong disability, so, you know, he was young. and oh. you know, So it's very unfortunate, but I just wanted to give him a shout-out because he was a great kid who was a very, very funny, dark humor, which I very much enjoy. Yeah. Okay, uh, news with Lizzo. Jimmy's, the, yeah. Not the white Lizzo, the black Lizzo. Okay. Um... I basically know she's just a very, very large woman. Well, her dancers have sued her, uh, <laughs> citing sexual harassment, including taking them to like red light districts and having them do inappropriate things. But they also sued her for fat shaming them. And I'm going to quote my buddy comedian Kurt Metzger, who said, "If Lizzo's fat shaming you, maybe there's a problem." Wait, 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 wait. Lizzo, the giant woman, that giant woman who wears the bikinis and yes. dances around or yes. whatever. She fat shamed somebody else? Her dancers. Are her dancers fatter than her? Well, how is that possible? No, they are not fatter than her. I'm very confused by this. Yeah. So this is a lawsuit that's going on. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so here's some other stuff. Uh, this okay. one you may have seen coming. This is like a big one. Because yeah. this is like a series of dominoes. August 1st. Okay. Uh, in D.C. Yeah. A federal grand jury indicted President Trump over alleged efforts to overturn the election. I'm shocked and appalled. That's, yeah. Yeah. Are you shocked? All right. No. Another one of these things. You know, when I when I went off the grid last year was the Mar-a-Lago raid, and then when I came back, actually, and Larry Elder was the was the guest host. I, the Mar-a-Lago raid, I think, was like the first week right. of August, right? And then I came back. He tells me about the whole thing, and I was like, "You know, nothing's going to happen with this." <laughs> like, well, maybe. So what? What's going on now? Another well, indictment. Hold on, very hold on. Exciting. We'll get to. It. We're going to yeah. do these in chronological order. Yeah. Okay. So that was a kind of a very big one, um, and this is in D.C. And obviously, with a D.C. jury, it's going to be very tough for any Republican, including President Trump. So he's got the federal case. He's now got hold the on, D.C. We'll get, we'll case, the New York. Okay. Hold okay. On. Well, let's do them all in order. Yeah. Um, August 2nd, Justin Trudeau, uh, self-identified heterosexual Justin Trudeau, has announced his separation from his wife. I mean, he's gay as a fruitcake, right? Like, that guy is gayer than a picnic basket. I'm giving you some good Sophia Petrillo references here, right? Uh, sure. Or he's a woman, or what? <laughs> he's gay, yeah? Uh, by the way, just for the listeners... No straight guy wears those socks. You don't even wear those socks. That's true. Why would I have yeah, on? look, you have very standard black socks, socks, just like me. So... Fun fact, for Halloween this year, you yeah. can wear blackface. Just say you're dressed as Justin Trudeau. <laughs> wow, so he's getting divorced. Well, can exactly. you imagine any any human being wanting to spend any time with him? As Jordan Peterson always says, the man simply cannot say Wait, one, on. but, one word of truth. He can't say one sentence that's actually But look at Hillary and Bill. True. You don't have to be with your husband right, if they're you a just, prominent politician. You stay married, right? Right, you're, just, you're basically sucking the power teat. So this one wow. I thought okay. was really interesting. Yeah. That, uh, Ron DeSantis, this is like, I think, politics at its best. Because okay. a lot of, you know, as you and I both discussed often, America has become much more divided and people are talking past each other, people are talking in their own bubbles. Uh, Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom agreed to debate because there really is this idea in America of like, do you want Wait. the California model or do you want the uh, uh, Florida model? Agreed to debate like it's going to happen? Yeah. Like they're actually doing it? When, are they, when, when is it? When is I it? I don't know. Do we know when this thing is? We know when this debate is? Possibly yeah. November. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's it. More Putting aside DeSantis for a second... The fact that new that the DNC or somebody is letting Newsom do this—that's to me—that's more a signal of we're showing Biden the door. That's that's exactly my thought. Yeah. Or it's not even that they're letting him. It's just like he's queuing. Here's the thing: if right, God, he's laying the groundwork. Right, because if something, God forbid, happens to the president, 
it, Kamala Harris is not going to be a strong candidate. So it would be very easy for him to swoop in and take that from her. Wow. So is that what everyone like on the, the Democrat side is saying? Like this is the power move by Newsom to no, they, figure out a way to push Kamala out, really? Because Biden, it's just about the broken hip. They're actually doubling down on Biden, surprisingly. Wow, so they're really doing this. Good for DeSantis. I mean, look, this is, you know, I've been saying it for at least a year. The fight America has to have is the Florida versus Cali fight. The fight is not whether Biden or Trump should be president at this point or whether we can have another geriatric president or all that stuff. It's like, do you want to live in communist California or free Florida? That's absolutely awesome. I'm thrilled to hear that. Cool. Very cool. Uh, This is also a big one. So a lot of times conservatives um, pitch a fit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they want something to happen. Nothing happens. Um, they got President Biden to acknowledge the granddaughter that Hunter had with that stripper. Oh, that is actually super interesting. That's because, a big deal. You know, when I was away, so basically all I was doing, I'm, I'm in the rainforest and, you know, we were eating right and working out and drinking some tequila and whatever. And I was just every day, I never watched TV or anything, even when I was doing cardio, I was just staring out into the forest. So hold I was on, really... You're doing cardio in a rainforest? That is the most white people thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. I it's lo- pretty I sweet. Like face and you know, up. little monkeys and all this stuff. But what I was really trying to do was just clear the clutter out of my yes. brain, like the nonsense of Twitter and the fighting. And all, I was just names that I don't need to know that are... And all the po- political... I was just literally like a file cabinet when I was running. I was just like, get rid of that thought, get rid of that thought, just really remove stuff. But one thing kept popping up about about this, about, wait, what are we talking about? Uh, the daughter, granddaughter. Oh, the granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah. The gra- sorry, the granddaughter. Jeez, I really <laughs> I have been off the, the grid. Forest. Yeah, I, re- I, was, I just went back there mentally. Did you see <laughs> yes. that? I was fully back in the... Um, but one day, I was thinking about this a bit, like that is so profoundly screwed up because it's not about politics. It is his grandeur. So he finally said, what, he's going to be involved in the kid's life? No, he, he just basically said, I've this, he just acknowledged that she existed. It wasn't any big deal. It was just like, you know what I mean? It was just like a, a throwaway line. But of course, conservative media understandably picked up on it. And they're like, okay, finally. As they should. As they he should is have. the grandfather. Yes. Dr. Jill is the grandmother. Oh, okay. Uh-oh, Malice. Uh-oh. I hope okay. that wasn't the big one. No, that's the face one. We're the, done. We're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, by the way, we should tell people, it's 100 degrees here. Yeah. Hottest day in Milwaukee. Yeah. Of the year, yeah. as the Republicans come to town, yeah, is that some kind of biblical thing? Is it because bi- it's seventies every other day this week, but it's a hundred right now? I, I don't know, but the fact that I'm holding it together in this blazer is yeah. something. I'm, 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 I, I I'm, took mine I'm off. Very, what are you I'm very proud. You're a of. pro, man. You're a thank, pro. Thank you so much. So um, the other thing I think that's interesting, which I don't think is discussed enough, is a, a, a lot of times when you talk about Hunter Biden, it almost seems like you're just being salacious. But yeah, he shacked up with his dead brother's wife. And the question I always had, and it sounds like a joke, but you I'm never not banged joking. your dead brother's wife. I, I don't have a dead brother, so no. Um, although my my, my my sister and I have a very sick sense of humor, and she sent me photos of my nephew, and she goes, "He looks like you. It's time for a DNA test." <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's actually a kind of joke. That's it makes, weird. It makes mom very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, do you think he was shacking up with the wife before Bo died or after? Because which is crazier? Right, which is crazy. Is it, is it more sense that they're doing uh, their, uh, what's that called, the uh, Eiffel Tower? Or is it more sense it's like, hey, I caught you at the funeral, I like the cut of your jib? Right, right, right. I, which would be which was crazier. sort of just like ethically and morally worse. You're banging your brother's wife on the DL while he's around, or he dies, that's right? That's not the DL, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that maybe it wasn't even on the right. DL. Well, by all accounts, Bo was a pretty decent guy. I feel like you he don't would, know that. He, yeah, right, well, I guess I don't know He's that. Who Biden. knows? With, who, right? Who knows who with this freaking family? We don't know. Um, 
But wait, I think we knew this. Did did we not know this? No, or is we that, knew this. Yeah, I'm just we knew that. Like this, to me, that's the question about that hunters that's not discussed enough. I'm like, this is really nuts. Yeah, like the guy. Well, the guy's a crack addict. The, right. There's a lot going on with this yeah. guy. Well, but, not crack a crack aficionado. Crack aficionado. We don't know right. that he no, was No, I'm pretty sure when you're like in the carpet looking for the Parmesan cheese, we can call you an addict. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fair. Okay. Yeah. Point taken. Yeah. Um, Okay, we're moving on. We're only on August 2nd. Jesus. Okay, we're, so this is the big one. So Also, I do want to, I, I assume at some point we will dive back into a little bit of what's going on, like with the numbers with all these guys that are here tonight. Yes, and yes, oh, yeah, yes, okay, yes. Okay, we'll okay, get okay. to that. Okay, so Anheuser-Busch. Yes, love you know, those the, guys. For the first time, cancel culture is working for conservatives. Yeah. They've been forced to sell off several beer brands. Uh, their sales dropped $390 million in quarter two. Unbelievable. I, I've been allowed to use the following word by your staff. Okay. I went to college with the CEO, uh, uh, Brendan Whitworth. Okay. I'm sure he does not remember me. Okay. And he was a complete insufferable twat then. <laughs> and I saw him on Good Morning America and nothing has changed. So Twat was the word? Twat's the word. You got you went for clearance on that? I went for clearance. <laughs> I don't want to get you demonetized thank or you, trouble. Thank you. That's so, right. yeah. so are you surprised to hear this? Uh, no, and I'm actually, I think it's great. Like, it's an absolutely beautiful thing. Like, this is, because it's not cancel culture. Cancel culture is, is top down, really. Like, when they just randomly pick, we're going to cancel Roseanne Barr because she made one off-color joke after spending 40 years, you know, fighting all the right fights and being a hero of blue collar and minorities yeah. and blah, blah, blah. When a bunch of people are just like, we've had it with you forcing your trans nonsense down our throat. We're not going to drink this beer anymore, Bud Light. And I guess it's now happening to some other brands. It's like, that's a beautiful thing. That's that's what, you know, like, that's your choice as an American. You walk into the beer aisle and you got 500 choices easily at any major supermarket. And you can just be like, I'm just not drinking. And it's not like Bud Light's that. I'm not a beer right, guy, right, but like, not. it's not great. Well, uh, what do you drink? I, You're I not a big drinker. I don't drink because it makes me meaner. Yeah. Uh, and so you are a very mean. I am a mean You're person. A mean, mean you don't want man. me mean uh, drunk. I've actually yeah. been hanging out with Roseanne a lot yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the great privileges of my life was taking a flight back from her from Tim Pool's show. And I'll just, I'll give you the, like, Rose, Roseanne is even more Roseanne in real life. Yeah. And <laughs> she is the least pretentious person yeah. I know, which makes no sense because she's in a position to be. She's far more of a legend than either of us yeah. will ever be. Yeah. And we had like 15 minutes to get on the flight. So we're at a restaurant. She's trying to eat quickly. We don't have time. So she takes the sliders and, and fries, puts some ketchup on a napkin, brings it to first class. I'm like, you know, you're bringing the class to first class. And the, Roseanne is the only person who I feel comfortable making fat jokes about to their face because yeah. she's not fat anymore. Yeah, no, but she's that not. Was she looks brand, great. So I'm she not hurting her feelings. So she goes, you know, after, after I've been stuffing my face all day like a pig, I'm going to go home and take a long nap. I go, as a pig. She's like, ah! <laughs> so it's, it's she's... An absolute treasure, and she has a new podcast, yeah. uh, which is superb. I've been on it. You know, uh, she—I uh, think they invited me on the podcast. We, I was pretty oh. close with her for a while in LA. We've sort of lost touch somewhat since. But uh, one night we were at a party, little of that, and she's like, "You want to get in my Tesla?" And I had never been in a Tesla before. We get in her Tesla. We're in a residential neighborhood. She's like, "Watch this!" And she presses the ludicrous mode button, which they don't have anymore. You remember okay, what I that didn't was? Know. I don't know. They're literally know. like a spaceballs ludicrous mode where the car would just. But you're only supposed to do that on the highway. But she did it like in the middle of yeah. a residential neighborhood. <laughs> she's a, it's a miracle she, she on the line. Austin now. It's, yeah, she's yeah. an absolute, absolute. Oh, she got out of L.A. She got out of wow, L.A. Wow, good for her. Yeah. Another one. So yeah. She lives in good, Austin. Good, good, good. Um, oh, this is a big one. Yes. It's funny because you've been off the grid and me being me, I feel like all of these sound like I'm trolling you and I'm not. Uh-oh. So... 
someone did some research uh, um, in Obama's history, you know, him writing his autobiographies, which were very much mythological and trying to create a narrative about who he was. And, and, and they found letters that had been suppressed where he was writing to his ex-girlfriend at the time about how he fantasizes daily about having sex with men. Wow. So now you guys have something in common. <laughs> End the stream. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, wow. Well, this has been joke. rumored. No, this has been, oh, that's funny. This, this has been rumored for a long time, right? I mean, remember that there was that video of like the gay prostitute right. from bef when Obama was running the first time. So this is what, 2007? If, if Barack Obama had a son, he would look like Andrew Gillum. That's funny. Uh, so... So wow, and are, so this is verified that this is legit. Well, it's not. I mean, the letters are verified. The letters it's are verified. Legit. He hasn't addressed it. Yeah. Uh, so he, this is the point I made on Twitter, and I think it's actually it's funny, but I think it's true. For a long time, wow. there was this uh, mystique about political figures. Yeah. And Bill Clinton was never asked about the pretty. Uh, um, grounded uh, rape accusations from Winita Broderick. Yeah. And that damn broke, I think it was either, I think it was in 2020 that, that a, a reporter actually asked him to his face and this was kind of under the radar, but to me it was a huge moment that now instead of protecting, oh, we can't ask him about this. Right, like, right. No, we're going to ask him. So at some point, I predict, and this isn't a big prediction, someone is going to ask former President Barack Obama, did you stop having gay fantasies after you got married right. to Michelle Obama? And when that happens, it's going to be the funniest thing on earth. So basically you're saying, and I, and I think I've roughly been making this argument for a long time, the protection racket that the media used to have right. for the politicians is coming to an end. Yes. There was a constant protection racket where they could distract you and keep you thinking about something else. You know who really broke it? It was even before 2020 with Juanita. It was Trump in 2016 when he took all of Bill Clinton's accusers right. to the debate. Well, no, who Remember really broke that? it was stuttering John when he asked Jennifer Flowers if oh, she's going to sleep with any other presidential candidates and if Bill Clinton used the condom. So that was in, what, 90, 91, that, 92. Wow. Credit to, but to stuttering John. But then he was out of the press conference. But now, yeah. yeah. You know who's really doing a great job with Wait, this Wait, so I just want to know yeah, a, little, a little bit more about yes, this. Please. So did anyone care? Like, was it, or is it, it's, it, the thing is, so, so what? Maybe he's gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, I don't really please care. Jesus. But please it's find <laughs> Jesus. Please find This is an intervention. I know what you've been doing hey, that right for. He was my super when <laughs> yeah, I lived in yeah, New York City. Yeah. Um, but, like, not that anyone really cares, but, you know, people, well, people do say Michelle is... Uh, Joan Rivers. You know, yeah. Joan Rivers said that, and then she died. But, hmm. no, I th it's not that people hmm. really cared. I, I think it's good it's, to be back. It's not the caring so much about the gay stuff, but it just speaks into the phoniness. Yes. Because he always had this air, and people, the, the corporate press loved him because he's every journalist who had dreamed they could read things into him, and he's yeah. just, I'm just like you and you. Uh, and now it's kind of like, this guy's kind of a bit of a fraud. Did you see that interview? It was one of the last things that we showed right before I left, where he's sitting down with some guy on Comedy Central or something, and they're asking him, because he wrote this like top 10 songs of the year and top 10 books that he read and all this. And the guy asked him, so come on, you listen to these songs? He's like, tell me one lyric from the song. And Obama gets all like, oh, come on, don't make me do that. You know oh, what I really? listen. Yeah. And it's like, wow, so bullshit was called. And, and that's that is, exactly that's what you're talking question. about. If I ask yeah. you, like, what's your favorite book? And I'm like, name what, what's your scene. Oh, I like this moment. No, he literally, no that, that's what he was doing. It was like, it was like, tell me, what, tell me what's that book about? What's that song about? And Obama's like, are you going to play me like that? You know Wow. So the thing is breaking. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. We're only up to August 4th. Oh, my God. Okay.
we're gonna skip to the oh this i is, didn't have obama as gay till at least august 28th so august this is, 8th this yeah. is okay the protection racket isn't entirely gone it's a little different because they're not asking obama about it so it's it's out there yeah this is really really great yeah okay i'm not again i'm not joking it sounds like i'm joking yeah they found cocaine at the white house we knew that okay i knew that one yeah they, okay they did a little investigation they're like, oh, we did an investigation. It's fine. They admitted it belonged to one of the Biden family orbit members, but they're not following up in any way. And my point was, I don't care about the cocaine. Do, co do blow in the White House all you want. Yeah. This could be anthrax. This should be the most secure building probably on Earth. If you're having powders floating around the White House and you're not, and this is public knowledge. This is a problem. This Man, is a security risk. The protection racket really might be the biggest problem we have in America yes. more than anything else. Because that sort of thing. So you bring coke into the White House. And I agree, basically. Like, you want to do drugs in your private time, do whatever the hell you want to do. And, and everyone's done all sorts of stuff. Fine. But, like, if they announce, oh, we found it, we kind of know who did it. Yes. But also we're just... We're just shutting it down. We're not going to really go. It's sort of like what they're doing with him and his taxes. He's basically getting off scot-free unless something, unless you're about to tell me something else. I am about to Oh, tell really? You. Yes. Well, Wesley Snipes went to jail for three years for federal tax evasion. So you think Wesley Snipes is feeling a little uh, pissed when he hear, finds out that Hunter well, well, is getting the free Well, what about all the people ride? going to jail for marijuana when Hunter's yeah, yeah. talking to the New Yorker or the New York New York Magazine, whatever it was, about smoking crack and leaving his crack pipe in the hearts? Or when Kamala Harris was right, bragging, joking around that she smoked pot while she was jailing all those people as attorney general And she also lied because she was listening to, said to Snoop, who didn't come out until after she was gone from college, so that was a lie as well. <laughs> Did you not remember that? No, that's actually hilarious. No, she said, I, I don't Snoop, remember like, that. Snoop's album Snoop. didn't come out so much later. It's like, no, you weren't. Wow. You're a total fraud. Um, so that was kind of a big deal. I like that you're doing this in chronological order, not order of importance yeah. necessarily. It's an interesting way of um, uh, hitting this. Keeping me on my toes. Okay. Dianne Feinstein, my second favorite senator. I would assume she's dead, but I no, think we did, the dead. we did the dead people. No, okay. she's dead. Yeah. She's 90. Yeah. Uh, she tripped and fell in San Francisco and was taken to the hospital. There is a lot of talk about trying to pull her from the Senate. She's handed over, I think, power of attorney to her daughter, who's probably also like 70. But, yeah, right. Her daughter's um, 86. But, but yeah. you're, you're, you're prying that Senate seat from her cold, dead hands. I don't know if you remember this, and this yeah. also sounds like a joke, but it's not. There was reporting, I believe it was the New York Post, that Chuck Schumer, had sat down with her and being like, Diane, you know, you've got to resign. You're not all there, you know, whatever. And she agreed and then forgot. And he had to have this conversation with her, I believe three times. You can, people can look this up. So at the other, at the other extreme is like, look, Republicans vote for Strom Thurmond until he was yeah. 99. Yeah. He's a reliable Republican vote. She's going to vote Democrat. What would be the difference if you had a, like, you know, some random other Democrat in that it's seat? It's so funny because maybe that's the, the off-the-grid thing that's the most interesting. Like, you bring up these names. So it's like this woman should be in a home, not doing politics, yeah. not in public she life. She should be president. Yeah, exactly. She <laughs> but like these people that have that have offered nothing, that have done nothing, right? That stick around. It's just so, when you step away from it for a little while, it's so obvious. So she hasn't stepped down. You're she saying has not stepped she down. doesn't remember saying she was going to step down. Correct. And by the way, if she did step she down publicly, she said to Schumer privately, repeatedly. But if she did step down, we end up with the same thing. That if Biden steps down, we get President Kamala Harris. Nobody wants that. If she steps down, then Gavin has the right to pick the replacement, right? And some people are thinking, wait a minute, step down so we could put Kamala back in the Senate, and that'll free up the. VP slot for someone who will add to the ticket. 
Jesus. Which would be a smart move for them. Man, the Democrats, they, they are, you could say what they want, and the Republicans usually suck. Sometimes they're a little bit better. You know, as Peter Thiel says, we have the stupid party and the evil party. Yeah. The Democrats are the evil party, but then we're just left with the stupid party. But, like, man, you got to give them credit for being so evil. Whatever they, whatever, the, the, the DeSantis Newsom thing that you said, that's the signal. That's the signal. This thing is, Biden is not going to be running. Okay, here's one. Joe Manchin has left just like Kristen Cinema left the Democratic oh, Party. All right. He is caucusing as an independent, voting present. So he's yep. lost his committee assignments. All right. So they still have majorities 50 to 40. And we have the clip from Senator Manchin. Fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. Done. Okay, that was that was just a joke. Uh, he did not leave the Democratic Party. Oh. But I, I just wanted to have the clip of Elizabeth Warren saying fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. <laughs> So that, that, that that's was why there. I don't have an IFB, apparently. Yeah, uh, he did not leave. He did not leave. The he did. Oh, but that was legit and certainly was, worthy plausible. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to pull a fast one on me. No. It would be much more over the top than that. I don't know what else you've got in these papers. Well, the things are so crazy. These all sound like fast ones. Yeah. There was a woman arrested in the, the a teenage autistic girl was arrested in the UK because she said one of the cops looks like her lesbian grandma. And they arrested her for this. And the cop did look like Megan Rapinoe. It's not even a question. <laughs> and she got arrested. And then they they freed her. They apologized. But it's like... But it's, arrested her for what? You can say that someone looks like an old lesbian. In the U.S. I don't think people in the U.S., you know, we always complain about free speech and how, you yeah. know, cancel culture, all that stuff. I don't think Americans are appreciating how dark things are getting in terms of speech in Europe, broadly speaking, and, and in the UK and, specifically. And, and Canada, probably. Oh, Canada, oh yeah, Canada forget it, yes. more than that. Yes. Wait, so they arrested an autistic woman. Girl, teenager. It's not a teenager. woman. I'm sorry, it's a kid. Yeah, and then, but then they did let her out. They, after there was a huge uh, outcry, yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah, that First Amendment thing, pretty good, huh? Yes, if you when, happy, when they you stick happy to, to it. be here? I am. In America? Uh, in I'd Milwaukee rather, on this 100 degree be day? I'd Texas, I'll be honest. But yeah. we, we do what we can with what we have. Yeah. So here's, let's talk about Hunter again. Okay. So this was a very interesting one. Uh, the, he had a plea deal. He was going to plea to something, you know, and, and have the judge started sniffing around in this plea deal. And part of the Hunter plea deal was that basically he'd be absolved from any kind of future prosecution from all sorts of other things. And the judge goes, I'm not signing off on this. So the plea- Dude, did, Wait, that wasn't right at the end of the month? I sort of remember something right no, at no, the end of July no, that had there the was- deal, the deal fell through. Yeah, oh. So now it's, the case looks like it's gonna actually be headed for trial. Wow. So that's a big one. So protection racket is 50-50 And they, days, so. they appointed, um, I believe it's Merrick Garland, appointed an independent counsel to investigate uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, Tim Scott uh, already started denouncing him, but who knows where that's gonna go. It could go in any direction. Right. Again, it's just like these are the most corrupt people. When you step away from it and then you start thinking about it, the cocaine at the White House, the $80,000 a month Burisma deal for the crackhead who had no experience in Ukrainian energy. It's like something ain't right here. But again, so they take him down, which then maybe takes down Biden. And you get Kamala or you get Gavin. Why would that take down Biden? No, no, if somehow they could really figure out that, because Biden admitted it, right? the, the, the Ukrainian yeah, energy thing and firing the prosecutor, Biden admitted it all on camera. Yeah, but there's no now, way, I, you mean- My point is that if there's just enough stink around everything with Hunter and then people are just done with Joe and the faculties and everything, it's yeah, like they I could get it, rid of him or push him aside. And I man, think it'd be very, I, I don't think, I think people, the tribes uh, protect their own. 
So they're gonna very easily claim that hunters, like you look, they're targeting his family, leave the guy alone, his kids died already. Yeah. And I think it'd be very hard to push him off for this reason. Maybe that's the the way then you you really take out Hunter as the sacrificial lamb as right. the way of of garnering sympathy. And then you show as you how push by, I am. yeah. And then you pardon him on your way out. God, it's all kayfabe. It's all it's right. It's all kayfabe. K a y f a b e. Google it. This Although one you probably is heard not me funny. Say yeah. Okay. And this is I'm gonna have to break it down because this is a long, complicated story that I wanted to add. But this okay. is going on in Europe. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna need a minute on this. Okay. Germany, people in America are like, oh, the two parties suck. We need a third party, you know, blah, blah, blah. Many European countries have like five, six, seven, eight parties. Germany has yeah. six parties, okay? You got the two main parties, the Social Democrats, the main center-left party, the CDU, which is the main center-right party, Angela Merkel's party. Yep. Then you have two right-wing and two left-wing subsidiary parties. You have the left, you have De Linke, which was the communist, former communists, and the Greens. And with the uh, right side, you had the Free Democrats, which were basically kind of a pro-business party. And this recent alternative for Deutschland, which are kind of the far-right nationalists. Now, oh god, are the Nazis back? Hold, uh, hold on. So here's the thing: that term is used a lot. Yeah. Uh, MAGA is Nazi. You know, every, everyone's a Nazi. Rudy John is a Nazi. There's a couple of wings in this party, and some of them are not so nice. Oh, and, wow. and Dave, you are Jewish. You yeah. are gay. Maybe they would have sterilized you. I don't know. Point being, they have been spiking in the polls after picking up two actual minor wins. They're now in second place at 21%. There's talk now in Germany of everyone's racking their brains, what do we do, of trying to ban the party, no, which no, no. to me is completely insane. First of all, yeah. who's banned political parties in Germany's past, number one. But what are those 20% of voters going to do? They're not going to vanish. And in fact, there was an election, a regional election, where there was you know, some dispute over the list, so they weren't on the ballot. So another party called Citizens for Rage took their place, and they got 10%, which would have been the 10% that AFD got. So my concern is, if you ban this party, first of all, the they're going to say with a straight face, we're the only party that the establishment hates, yeah. which is a great vote for them. Second, What's their move? Then they go into the main center-right party. They're in a position to take it over because they got 20% of the vote who are radicalized. So what, what what would be like the most radical position that they have or what what's some I, of the rhetoric? Like it's really like it's kick really people bad. out of the country or oh, yeah, like... Oh yeah, it's really bad. It's, it's like, like that why kind of should stuff. we feel guilty about World War II? Like the guy Bjorn, that's the thing. Unlike the other... So uh, Viktor Orban from Hungary who yeah. gets denounced, uh, Marine Le Pen whose dad got in trouble for Holocaust denial, they both have been distancing themselves from AFD because they're like, guys, this is a little too far even for us. Yeah. So, but the the thing is, as they've become more radicalized, according to press reports, their support has increased. It hasn't decreased. Well, almost everything that happens, well, you've written a lot about this, yes. but almost everything that happens on the right, when the weird stuff arises on the right, you don't have to look that far to figure out how insane the left went to cause it, right? So if you were a German right now, and you were like, well, what's happened in Germany in the last 15 years? And I'm obviously not an expert in Germany, yeah. but with the amount of mass migration that came when they literally let in over a million people, I think around 2 million people right. from all these African countries in the Middle East, they gave them all these services, they gave them homes, they they were something spending something like $4 billion on dental work for these people. You take from the native Germans, yeah, and then people get pissed. Energy bills through the roof because yeah. of Russia, Ukraine. It's like, why is this our fight? Yeah. Uh, for, I'm sure for a lot of people in Germany, it's like, what are we doing here? And then, and then of course, the, the moderate, the quote-unquote moderate parties, they don't say anything that's true or right. real. They don't want to deal with the issues. And you could probably put a lot of this at the at the foot of Merkel, right? Because oh, yeah. she's the one that led in all of these people. And then she, she basically Remember, what was it, like two years ago, she kind of apologized for it. She's like, well, I guess that wasn't the best thing we could have done. And now you got the, the Nazi, Nazi 2. Wow. Um, All right. 
this one is the big one, and this one uh, is, we're gonna have to talk about at some length. Okay? okay, this is the big one. This is the big one. Trump and 18 others were indicted in Georgia. Oh, oh so the Georgia thing, yeah. Including RICO charges. Now, which is a kind of, a, uh, uh, to me, RICO law is almost like Soviet law because it can mean pretty much anything. It's used for gangsters predominantly. Yeah. And it's kind of like if you two people were talking about something that led to a crime, you know, where it's legally considered a conspiracy. So some of the things in the um, charges were like, well, they sat down and they rented a room to meet. That's, that's, a, that's a conspiracy. The thing with the Georgia law is this is not something that you can be pardoned by as the president. This is a state indictment, number one. Number two is, if you wanted to get pardoned, the governor in Georgia is one of the few governors, the governor, uh, who's currently Governor Kemp, obviously, uh, or, who? or, or Stacey Abrams, who is another black lizzo. She was legitimately elected, she's, she's but the let's say Kemp is the guy in charge. Yeah. They have some um, kind of committee, which is currently staffed, I think, by all Republicans. Uh, they would be the ones to make the pardon. But again, they're not really a, a, like a partisan uh, um, committee in that sense, or hearing, whatever the term is. Maybe so, Trump regrets going after Kemp so hard, so, but yeah, put so that this aside, is yeah. a very big deal. And as part of this, let me read you out the names of the 19 people. Okay. Uh, some of them are not our uh, names. Are, I don't know. One, so President Trump, okay. who is going to be arrested. I'm not joking. He's going to be arrested Thursday in Georgia. They are actually saying he's going to be arrested. No, he not is saying, just... I'm going down to Georgia to surrender on Thursday. He is going to be arrested. Okay. Man, it's, there's questions. What if a he's show. Have a what a shot. show. What's next season? Yeah. We got okay. others. John Eastman. His attorney. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. As Chris Christie knows very well, I'm not, I'm not being glib here. These prosecutors know if they get your lawyer to flip, that's really, really bad. Yeah. Because your lawyer, attorney-client privilege is sacrosanct in American law usually. Yeah. You tell your lawyer what you did or like, hey, how do we work around this? They've got the goods. So they flipped John Eastman. He's being charged. Wait, sorry, one question. When, what's the date on this? Where are we at chronologically? Because so now I'm sort of amazed. Because this being, is obvious. I can this, see why this is the, the big The charges one. went down on August 14th. August, okay, and so. they're going to Georgia this week to turn themselves in and be arrested. John Eastman is one of them. Here's a name that you're going to be very familiar to you, Mark Meadows. Oh. Uh, you just ran into his brother. I ran into his brother at the airport yesterday. Yeah. So Mark, I, Meadows, I didn't talk to him. I know nothing. Oh, no, 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 hey, no, hey, he just said he likes the show. I was in Forest. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Atlanta. Huh? Chief, yeah. former chief of staff. Here's another name: Sidney Powell, Rudy. Uh, so my position is they've been at it for Rudy for a long time because he proved that you don't have to have high crime rates and poverty in these cities yeah, that these uh, cities new york was considered ungovernable he showed that when you have these out of control cities you guys are, want this this can, is by design and they've never forgiven him for it he's being arrested uh, you as know well. i i really love him so much you know i was in new yes. york during 9 11. you were in new york during of course, 9 11 also yeah. right like you caused it I, <laughs> with your disgusting disgusting <laughs> all right all right all right not, not not now michael uh but i really you know the, the last thing i did before i went off the grid we did our goodbye show and then right. at the last moment he was coming to miami so i did a show with him at locals and then i was gone for the grid. It was so the last the last person in this world that I talked to really yeah. before leaving was Rudy. And I just I had, even if he's wrong on some of this stuff or whatever, I don't even know all the specifics. He's like a good man and you're right. I think they're going after him for that. It doesn't have to be this way. He's one of the people that shows do, that. Do you know about the sexual harassment suit against him? No, I don't think so. Is that new? Is that new? Can I say the T word on the air? The T word? You already said it. No, the other the one. The TW? Okay. No, so 
Part of the sexual harassment claim against Rudy was that he was sexually harassing one of her his aides, or she worked for him in some staff in some capacity. There's apparently audio that was there's a transcript in the in the uh, uh, filing, and he's talking about how I love your tits, those are my tits, and, and so on and so forth. So there's another charge for Rudy as well in that regard. You're telling me a guy likes tits? Well, and that he owns her tits. He, oh, he owned them. I have not seen said tits. All right, so who else is in this thing? Um, so he, basically what the idea, though, is that they want to get all these people to flip on Trump. Like, that's Well, not only that, the, so apparently Rudy's been flipping, they've been pointing the finger at Sidney Powell because the Rudy approach to 2020 it was very different from the Sidney Powell approach. Right. So there's been a lot of finger, and th this happens all the time with RICO charges. You get everyone together, and everyone just starts turning the finger, yeah. turning, I'm sorry, pointing the finger at each other, and you can't blame them. Yeah. It's like, it's like I, why am I going down with the ship when this lunatic did the crime when yeah. I didn't do anything? I rented a room. Can, can I tell, tell you one thing about Sidney Powell? So I went to the White House holiday party in 2020. So Trump was already on his way yeah. out. But they were still in the fight about the whole thing. And you know the day that I knew for sure that the election fraud stuff, at least from her and that crew, was nuts? She was at the party. So it was the height still of when they're like, you know, election fraud and like all of the machines and this, like all the crazy stuff. And she was at the party for like five hours. She was still there at the end of the night. And I was like, there's no way this stuff could be real because you would not have a moment. You would not have one second, but she was dressed up, dolled up, hair, blah, 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 saw her at the Trump Hotel after. And I was just like, no, 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 this makes no sense. You can't be working on the biggest conspiracy case of all time and hanging out at the White House Hanukkah party. Like, what are you doing, lady? So we've got one, two, three, four, Five other lawyers, I'm going to go through wow. their names. They are not familiar to me for them. Jeffrey Clark, I was not familiar with him. Kenneth Cheeseboro, uh, Ray Smith, Robert Chesney. And here's someone that you are quite familiar with, a certain Jenna Ellis. Wasn't she the one who went after you publicly? Yeah, she went after me pub publicly when we announced we were having kids. But yeah. she actually personally apologized to me. Oh, uh, that's I, good I, to know. Yeah, and I accepted her apology, okay, and, good. and we're I, good I like on that. I can't speak to the, her sure, legal sure, expertise just, or that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. David Schaefer, who was former chairman of the GOP, yeah. a Georgia State Senator, Sean Still, and three other names. And, of course, President Trump is the 19th uh, person. And he's looking at, uh, I think it's something like 700 years with all these charges. I mean, doesn't it seem to you that they're just going to keep, I don't know if there's anything else still in the docket because it seemed like Georgia was the big one, but okay, so a DC one I missed on August 1st, now you're telling me the Georgia one, which we knew was coming. But haven't they already said that the first, the trial for the federal case, isn't it in, it's next April or something, no, right? They want it so it's soon. like right before Super Tuesday. It's like they want all of this shit to make everyone so crazy. So Alan Dershowitz, who you've had him on the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, Alan Dershowitz, who's obviously worked with Trump. He's hardly some kind of doctrinaire Republican. He's, you know. No, he's a lifelong Democrat. Right. So he's made the point publicly that he believes that uh, he will get some convictions, uh, that they will be overturned but those overturns will happen after the election, so they're gonna get what they want ahead of time. My Why, he could still run while being convicted. Correct, yeah. but, I'm, but there's a lot of talk in MAGA how this is a great thing for President Trump, and this is 4D chess. I gotta tell you, Karen is a big swing vote. Karen doesn't like voting for felons. Yeah. And I agree that this will have his base double down and be like, this guy's being persecuted, but 
we forget that the average voter they're just sick of it yeah, and they also they don't follow politics it. and if they see a mugshot for a lot of people that's enough to be like i'm not I, i'm i'm not gonna either not gonna vote for him or i'm just gonna vote for the opponent you know i'll tell you the number one thing that people said to me when How when they saw me at, so their, at their in the rainforest at the yeah. resort or when i've seen people at the airport or at the supermarket for the last month everyone says the same thing to me a lot of people are saying oh it's crazy it's crazy but i would always calm them down so that they didn't ruin it but the other thing that they always say is like i'm so sick of it i'm so sick of it yeah. And I think that's partly what the machine wants. It wants you to be so sick of it that you just freaking wave the white flag and you're just like, all right, we'll take the worst of the worst because... Well, also, it's not them. It's that they might want to have Trump wave the white flag and yeah. be like, okay, I'm not going to run and this all goes away. That's not... I'm sure there's talks... Do you think it, it would be that simple, actually? Because that is a conspiracy version of this, that I, they I, just want to drub him I, down I'm gonna into... Say, this, I, I'm yeah. going to say something. You, let's talk this out. Yeah. Because I know you love to talk about the left and the yeah. left. Yeah. I don't think the left is a monolith, okay? I think Nancy Pelosi is not the same as AOC. Yep. I think Nancy Pelosi and Biden did a far better job of shutting up Bernie Sanders and AOC than the Republicans ever did. Because you don't hear about the squad anymore. Someone sat them down and be like, you're making us look bad, and they vanished them. I think there is a big dispute behind closed doors in the, the left, so to speak. Do we want Trump to go to jail? Or do we want him as the nominee? Right, because we think, we thought this before, that he'd be an easy defeat and downvotes would uh, uh, devastate. Have you seen the, uh, there's a compilation video that we played a few days before I went off the grid where it's all these people on The View and MSNBC and CNN, everybody saying basically, oh, we want Trump to be the nominee. Right. Joy Behar, we want Trump to be the nominee. Joy Reid, we want people to be, the everyone named Joy is a complete lunatic, by the way. Right. You ever notice that? If yes. These people named Joy, they're always the most joyless. Bill O'Reilly had what? that joke when he's on <laughs> The View. He goes, how's your name Joy? You sit there like oh. this. He's like, oh, that's good, that's good. <laughs> And by um, the way, I also want to point out to all the yeah. Nazis watching this, Joy Behar is Italian. So stop pretending. We're not, she's not our fault. Yeah, that's funny. It's um, true. Oh, right, because everyone thinks she's Jewish, yes, but she's actually she's Italian. So yeah, stop, yeah. Pinning, stop pinning her on us. Um, but the thing about the thing about the Trump and it's like, do, you, do they want it to happen so that he's in jail or do you want him to be the nominee thing is my argument for DeSantis, beyond all of the uh, the reasons that I think he is good, he actually can bring in new people. There's no people that Trump can bring. Who's the new person that's like suddenly like, I'm voting for Trump now? So if you think well, the I election, what about the staff? Like, why well, would you? Here's the no, question. and then who who can who's going to work for him? Who's right. going to work for here's him? Here's the thing. Let's it's just true. Trump it's can, just let's true. suppose tr this is something that MAGA has to come to terms with, and I'm not saying you shouldn't support Trump or should, because I'm an anarchist. I swear, anyone. Why would I? As someone who has a lot, must be nice being an anarchist. You can do this all day long, and at the end, be like, "But you guys can all go f yourselves." And I don't have to sweat yeah. for some reason. <laughs> I have a long career. I've made a name for myself. I've yeah. got a wife. I got a kids. I got a family, so on and so forth. Husband and kids, a family. Why would I work for this guy yes. when I'm going to be charged as his lawyer with RICO charges, mm. possibly disbarred? My my name is going to be ruined in perpetuity. And then if I quit or I'm fired, he's going to go on Trocentral and call me an idiot. This is a something that MAGA has to grapple with. Why would the people who he would want to have as administration put themselves through that? And it's not his fault to some extent, but it's still a concern. You know, the kill shot on that one for me was the Kaylee McEnany attack. Remember that? Yes. It was like, what was that? Probably beginning of July, maybe sometime in June, when he just went off on her for, for not even doing much of anything. She just kind of said that she likes a lot of what DeSantis is doing. 
she was the best of the best. Yeah. When I said the, the evil party and the stupid party before, the Republicans usually put out these like stupid fake plastic. She was so freaking good, height of COVID, in that yeah. briefing room, fighting with everybody, a pro, like everyone likes her, young mom, like good woman. I, I you know, I know her a bit personally, like are they coming for us? Did you hear that? Something's happening out there. Um, and that was the one where I think I think if you were on the fence of like maybe I could work for Trump or something like that, it's like how do you do it? Yeah, that's ju that's, that, that's just something they have one. to come to grips with. Um, Wayne Brady came out as pansexual. Wayne, wait, Wayne Brady? What's my line? Not Tom Brady. Not Tom Brady. Wayne <laughs> Lee Brady. Whoa, Wayne Brady, the black guy. Black guy does a lot of voices and stuff. Why is your staff addressing me? I, I, I specifically, he specifically said, I specific, don't address do it. Do not address me. Um, Wayne Brady well, came out as pansexual, so that's why he likes to have sex with pans. And pots. And pots? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does that even mean? So I think that means you have sex with, because you can't say bisexual anymore, because that, oh, that implies two. the gender oh, binary. So pansexual meat. Listen. It, I always thought he was gay or something. Like, he was one of these, like, he's like one of these guys, you know? That's, let's, let's keep the homophobia to a minimum, yeah, you, you freaking Nazi. Sorry, sorry. Come I've on. Been this, off, this, I've been this, off this. this is two hours Wayne of speech from America's favorite Nazi, Dave Rubin. Does anyone care about these things anymore? Like, is there, was there anyone in America? So Dude, Wayne Brady, a washed up. He's not washed up. Hold on. This is what or, I would guess. Yeah. I would guess that someone has receipts of him with a transgender woman. So he came out to be the story. Oh, clever. And no, no. if he wants to, more power to you, Mr. Brady. I don't care. You ever see the, the meme? It's a two-picture meme of a girl. You only see her sitting at a table at a restaurant. And she says, I'm pansexual. And then the next panel is just her with a giant pan in her mouth. <laughs> um, okay, we're up to August 14th. Yeah. Je uh, this I could see cast iron, maybe, but just a regular pan? Like a non-stick J pan? J Janet Yellen, yeah. who, what the one thing I like about Janet Yellen, I'm from Brooklyn uh, all my life, people don't have that accent anymore. Like, it's a <laughs> No, I know, accent, it's, so I know, I know. Talks, I'm like, we must preserve this as much as we can. It's even as much as I hate Bernie, it's a little of that. Yeah. Like, I can deal with a little... She admitted that when she was in China, China, she had psychedelic mushrooms. Wait, like now? Yeah. Or, what? Yeah. Janet Yellen. Yep. She was tripping face, buddy. Janet Just like you Yellen. In the rainforest with the yeah, yeah. You know, in the rainforest, I did a little uh, rattlesnake poison. I microdosed on rattlesnake okay. poison, but we'll, that's a story for another You're day. You're supposed to do toad venom. You did rattlesnake? It was rattlesnake okay. venom in the, in the uh, specialized tequila. Okay. Different story. Uh, what? Yeah. Intentionally? I don't remember if it was intentionally. It wasn't a big deal. It was just like, okay, I took it. She I took don't think it was, I don't think it was really Wait, while now? Well, like, while yes. she's but head I don't of the was, Fed. I think it was some, some kind of cultural thing there to yeah. kind of get you, like, buzzed. It wasn't like she was, like, tripping face and naked on the beach or whatever. Right, right, right. God, I mean, I have no us. problem with someone doing of mushrooms, course, yeah. but I guess that... We have a problem with her being naked on the yeah, beach. And, and tripping problem. is transitory, so, that, you know, and like inflation. Yeah. Um, this is a big one. This is not funny. It's, it's very sad. There's a huge uh, uh, wildfire in Maui. Uh, over 100 people are dead. Um, it's been going on for quite a bit. Apparently, there was some drama about releasing water in terms of equity, uh, and, and that made the situation worse. Biden finally came to visit after a long time. People were cursing him out. Uh, the scenes are horrific. 
Um, wow, a hundred people dead in a fire. Yeah, and it's it's been going on. It's it's been really really bad, um, and it's just like th there's nothing you can really say. But it's like your heart obviously goes out to the Hawaiian people, and, and it's just it's just awful. It's oh, awful stuff. yeah. Well, I am sorry to hear about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not that's not funny at yeah. all. Okay, so August, we're up to August. We're almost caught up. Wow, we're almost so there, man. I'm, I'm do, okay. We're, we're only an hour in. Okay, we wow. have a lot to talk about. Okay. So part of the debates tonight. You had to sign a loyalty oath. Mm -hmm. Trump refused to do so. So tonight he is going to be releasing, I think, a pre-taped interview with Tucker Carlson as counter-programming. And I want to hear your thoughts about why this could be a good move for him and why it could be a bad move. I could see either way, right? Right. So first off, as far as the pledge, I mean, he may just be using... It's a ploy one way or another, right? Like, it's a ploy... I don't think it is a ploy. Well, hold, let okay. me hold on. Yeah, go we ahead. remember in 2016, during the debates, the 2016 season, that was like the first question... Uh, I think it was, it was Kelly, about him, yeah. Who asked, it, yeah, yeah, is there anyone here who will not agree to support the nominee? And Trump was the only one who raised his hand. He told, I mean, the others were lying because they didn't support him. And he goes, I don't, I can't, I don't know what some of these guys stand for. I can't say I'm going to admit to support them. Yeah. Um, Trump is now very fairly saying, it's like, look, if Chris Christie's the nominee, this guy can't get my name out of his mouth. Why would I be supporting him? I can't commit to that. So, Well, of course, the, ar the argument against that, though, is that in essence, then you're you're basically voting for a Democrat. You're supporting a Democrat. So, right, if you don't push the base to vote, even if it was Chris Christie, who's a big nothing and obviously will be out after tonight. But like you then, in essence, are saying, OK, let's have a Democrat president. That That's the argument against the, the base version of that. When I say it's a ploy, what I mean really, though, is that it's a ploy in that if he did not want to debate, because he does not want right, to be up right. there tonight, because he's number one, and he By wants, far. and what he really wants, and I don't know what the numbers are, maybe you can tell we'll me what the latest numbers yeah. are, like if what he really wants is everyone to attack DeSantis, which is what's going to happen tonight, and he'll unleash Vivek you're, on DeSantis, okay, and blah, blah, okay, blah, blah, we'll blah. Talk about that. Um, if that's what he really wants, then that seems like a good play. Like, you just sit out of it, and I'm, I'm bigger than everybody. Like, there's, you know, it's, it's machinations. So, and the guy's a TV star. You know, the only uh, reality show I ever watched in my entire life, literally, literally was Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, so this is the type of thing that he does, right? Funny story. The I'm not, this is also not a the, the first part of this is not a joke. The women in Real Housewives, that very successful, very popular franchise, yeah. they're Bethany Frankel, and who's the yeah, I remember them, I, and yeah. a bunch of them. They are thinking of unionizing. And I suggested that that's the, the funniest the fucking name of that thing I've ever heard of. Special Olympics. But yes, this, they're actually thinking of unionizing. That's hilarious. As if they're broke. And like, then Andy Cohen will have to come out as the anti-union guy, you know, the good hero, you know, good but guy. But let's talk about the debate yeah. dynamics yeah, yeah. because I think this is something that bears a lot of uh, breaking down. DeSantis has has been slipping heavily in the polls. Okay. Um, I, you know, a lot of people on the campaign and yep. a lot of his surrogates. Um, in my experience and opinion, I've, I know people on the campaign. I've invited them on my show. I had you on my show. You made the case for DeSantis. I asked you questions, critical questions. You answered them adroitly. They were not, yeah. not offensive. They're kind of not doing a lot of like podcasts and things like this, which I think is a huge mistake. Is he still? So when I left, he had just done Russell Brand, which was great. He had just done Megyn Kelly. Uh, he had done a few but more. But he's got a lot of, like, he's, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, Christina. Christina, who's superb. Pusha, yeah. She's not. She hasn't been out she, there. Yeah. to me, was such a great spokesperson for him. She's not out there yeah. as much as I would like her to be. Interesting. Uh, and at the same time, you have people like, like Bill Mitchell, who are trying to tweet. Can we have the clip from Bill? Oh, no. I, I look, look like, like an, an aging, aging lesbian. lesbian. Okay. 
and he just recently debated Laura Loomer on Tim Pool, and Laura just completely this because she's a, she's a she's a she's a human chainsaw. Right. These people though, like Bill Mitchell, Laura Loomer, like but, 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 yeah. But here's my point. Yeah. If you're the DeSantis campaign, why is Bill Mitchell the guy who you're sending out? Well, when, did they send him out? I doubt he. I doubt he is. But you mean why is because if you're not sending out your people, then you're going to get I these other people. I was on Tim, and Tim yeah. Pool said explicitly, I have. Re- Tim has a very fair show. Yeah. He's got people on the left, people on the right. You've done it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. He's like, anyone from the Sanders campaign, come out here. He's, I'm for Trump, but you, you'll have a fair hearing. It's free TV. For- well, I think I think I have a thing in D.C. around middle of September, and I just spoke to Tim yesterday about something else, and I'm going to, uh, I'll try to get out there, and I'll, yeah. I'll gladly do it. But yes, it should not be me, right? and I'm not a surrogate for the campaign or paid or anything. I, I happen to think he's the best candidate. But am I, so is that fair to say that, the, so the polls have changed a little bit? Is that what so you're telling poll, me? So here's what's been happening, is that Trump's- And then I'll try to hit that point a little bit more yeah. that you're asking so, about. So basically, DeSantis has been kind of nosediving a lot. Yeah. Vivek, as the kind of Trump without the drama candidate, has been surging a bit. Mm. Um, and in my that's op- sort of consistent to where sure, July sure, yeah, ended. But yeah. it's just the, it's been continuing the, the trajectory. But what I think is going to be interesting tonight, I'm going to strongly disagree with you when you say that Chris Christie is going to be over tonight. Chris Christie, I, I, I love using all the puns with him, really punched above his weight in 2016. Because I think you might remember, he was the one who broke Marco Rubio. Because Marco Rubio was saying, Barack Obama, don't act like Barack Obama doesn't know what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Chris Christie goes, Marco, you're just coming here with these panned lines and just repeating them. Yeah. And Rubio just repeated no, the lines Rubio twice just in a row. No, Rubio just kind of broke down. And yeah, Christie's yeah. like, look at him. He's like a robot. Yeah. So he has been very articulate in the anti-Trump case in that he's been speaking. Here's the thing. I, I, I bring this up all the time. I wish I could remember the pundit who made this point in 2015-16 because it was a brilliant point, which was Christie's whole shtick is I'm the obnoxious loudmouth New Yorker who ruffles Democrats' feathers and says things that no one else will say and, you know, gets elected as a result. Trump comes in and Christie's like, what's my lane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was really good at, at, at that window. Then he's Jersey Mafia and instead of New, New York, York Mafia. Mafia. Yeah, he yeah, also put away Jared yeah. Kushner's dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, people don't remember this. Look it up. Yeah. He put him away because Jared Kushner's dad tricked his own brother secretly videotaped him with a prostitute. This, yeah. Look this up. It sounds, it's just complete crazy stuff. Uh, so there's a lot of animosity between the, the Kushner family and the Christ, and Chris Christie, although one of the Kushners donated to Christie's campaign, uh, uh, Murray, Murray, or Murray Murray, I forget his name, just huh. recently, a, a minor Kushner figure. Point being, Chris Christie's been making the point, Trump's a loser. We lost the midterms. Uh, we lost... 2020. This guy's a guaranteed loser, felony, and and as a former prosecutor, he knows Rico is no joke. This is something that's very uh, ambiguous law. So I think he's the one people shouldn't sleep on tonight. That's interesting. I mean, so my sleeper. Although I don't like him, I'm not saying I like him. Yeah, no, I got it. My my sleeper all along has been Nikki because I think the more that the craziness get ramped up, I know you definitely disagree with her on foreign policy for sure, Um, and I have some disagreements which I've discussed with her on on the show not too long ago. But I think she will consistently be seen as sort of like the sane middle person in all the fighting. And she will kind of, people won't want to attack her as much. So I think I think she's the dark horse. The thing with Christy- Hold on, hold on. And yeah. we also know that unlike her bo- former boss, she's not going to vanish in the wilderness to scissor her mistress for a few days, God knows where. 
That was funny. Thank you. I got it. Scissor, her mistress. That was good. Um, the, but the thing with Christie is, you might be right that he'll he might have a nice moment up yeah. there tonight, like he could just maybe hit DeSantis out of nowhere or something like that. But it depends what the I don't know what all the uh, all the qualifications are for the subsequent debates. Right. You know, right now we know it was the forty thousand individual donors and all that. He just doesn't have any real support, so he yeah, might no, have he, some might. So yeah. He's like in second or third in New Hampshire. Mm. Uh, the the criterions for the debate. Listen, if what's his name, Bogram? How far did he make Bogram? it? Bogram. If Bogram no, doesn't make it tonight, I don't no, know how I can Bergram's continue. My point is, if yeah. you have Asa Hutchinson making these debates, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I really think it would look very... Doesn't that feel made up? Like, they let Bogram and Asa Hutchinson in just no, to, like... No, but hold on. But you remember in yeah. 2016, they had to have the kids' table. Remember, there weren't there literally 17 candidates? Oh, right. So it is. it behooves the Republican Party yeah. to have the criterion be fairly low yeah. because they don't want to look like the DNC where it's just like, look, we're just going to gin it for Hillary. So they eight people, I don't think, is a crazy number to have on that stage. No. No, no, no. Eight, eight is a perfectly good number yeah. for a first debate. I have to say, though, the, the Larry Elder thing just personally is disappointing to me because his message is good. And, and maybe Tim Scott will share some of that message, but that that's that's kind of disappointing. But Christy, I just don't know where the people that are going to come out and, and support him really are. But I think you're right. For television purposes or for the hit, yeah. the punch, the body slam, so to speak, yeah, he, he might do something He's going to be a real heavyweight debater. Yeah. Um, I also think that the knives are out for Vivek. Interesting. So he's been really overperforming. Yeah. He's been doing, he just had a big beef this morning. Uh, he was on Caitlin Collins' show mm. uh, on CNN. He went back and forth with her, claiming he was taken out of context. Uh, the Atlantic, uh, in an Atlantic interview, uh, the Atlantic released the audio of the interview this morning. This is breaking today. Um, but he's been making a lot of waves. Um, he's been you taken know, out of context for what? what so basically, he had this point about 9 11, about how, like, look, we don't know the whole story, so right. on and so forth. Here, here's the whole thing. Let, let's yeah. talk about this. You know how the corporate press works, which is if you say we don't know the whole story about 9 11, it can range anything from missiles hit the Twin Towers to the following, which is undisputably true. There were pages redacted from the 9-11 report, maybe justifiably, is, but the point is the government has kept certain things from the public. Maybe they had to. That's the, but the point is, it's literally impossible to say we know everything. Right, of course. Maybe we shouldn't know everything because then the, the terrorists are going to know it's what a, we know. It's a meta argument about whether states should have any secrets right, at all. Really. Right, right. Yeah. So this, you know, this kind of blew up. I'm, I'm not, I don't have the exact details, uh, 100%, but they've been going back and forth. But he's been doing the Trump thing, uh, something which I adore. He's understands that the enemy isn't necessarily, from his perspective, the Democratic Party. It is the media who is doing their dirty work for them. So they've been going back and forth this morning. Well, interesting. So we're, you know, tonight we're doing the post-debate show from right here. And, and I think uh, we're, we're working on it, but it looks like we'll probably have the governor and Nikki and Vivek and a few of the others that'll Vivek, come up Vivek. here. Vivek, right after. Uh, you know, I got into a beef with him okay. uh, in July. That's right. Because, I remember that. I because that, he yeah. was relentless. Oh, you did, right. Yeah, yeah. He was relentlessly going after DeSantis, refusing to go after Trump, and he kept saying that DeSantis signed a hate speech law in Florida, right. and it was not a hate speech law. It was a property rights law, and right. I went through the, all the all the little bullet points of it. It was about property rights. There's nothing that you can't say in Ohio and, and where I, he's, remember, that you can say in Ohio where he's from. I texted you that you were a filthy lesbian oh, yeah. just to prove that <laughs> yes. I would not get in trouble. Right. And I stand by that statement. But the point is, it's not a hate speech law because there's nothing that you can say in Ohio that you can't say in Florida. But I will ask him about that tonight. So you kept saying it was a hate... By the way, we agreed to shelve it, and and um, 
Laura Ingram on Fox, one or two nights before I went off the grid, she played a clip of me and tried to get him to go after me. And he basically took the high road and I immediately texted him after I said, look, you took the high road, I'll take the high road. I tweeted it out. We'll, we'll work yeah. it out. I don't think you're evil. I disagreed with you on that thing. And I'll be happy to talk about it with him here tonight. There's been a lot um, of oppo. But look, if he starts going up, you're going to get the hits. It's, a, it's how it works. There's yeah. been a lot of oppo opposition research dropping against him. There was a clip. And this, I, please double check me on this. I'm not 100% where he has come out and supposedly, please double check me, uh, in favor of the inheritance tax, saying something to the effect that, you know, just because you're, you're wealthy, your kids shouldn't have that, that big advantage. Uh, again, the, for the Republican right Party, that the... seems crazy. Uh, he's obviously extremely wealthy, more power to him. Uh, minus, you know, he's earned that money. But uh, for me and many other people, even Whoopi Goldberg, uh, of all people, had this is years ago. She's like, it's a complete non-starter. Yeah. I pay my income taxes. This is my money. Like, what are you talking about? It's such a criminal thing. And it, it should, you know, it, it should be, what do they call it? So sometimes they call it the, the estate tax, tax, the wealth tax, or the, the, the death tax. It, but it really is, it really is criminal if you think about it. It does not matter whether you think poor people should have more money or anything else. The idea that after you've done everything right your whole life, you pay into the system, you do all of that, you should have every right to leave your money that has been taxed all along the way to whoever you want, that the government will just be like, yes, we're taking 40% of that, by the way, to throw it to give Ukraine more bombs or to build well, no, more houses no, no, no. that, it's not you know, for that. million it's, dollar it's toilets. It's worse than that because yeah. this comes out of the 1890s, early 1900s progressivism where their whole idea is no one should have advantages early on in life. Yeah, it's so a horrible. So if they had their way, it would be 100% because that everyone should be starting off equally, which is completely ridiculous. Well, except some, for them. Well, someone who's smarter or taller or whatever is going to have some advantages, some better nutrition. Right. So You're going to have to hit a lot of smart kids with a hammer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's... Well, all, interest, that's interesting about him. And, and please and, ask him about that because yeah, I, I want to make sure I got that right. I don't want to be misquoting him. Or I will. Like I will. Um, oh, wait, sorry. But just last point on yeah. that. So you're saying his reaction to it has been to just basically fight the media, sort of yes. do the Trump version and of he that. So that's Caitlin good. Collin, he said it on, on CNN last night. He's like, look, you guys misquote people, take things out of context all the time. Um, and this is how you guys operate. I, I, you know, this started, I think, one of the earliest moments of this was in 2012 when I forget the guy's name with the huge jaw from CNN had Newt Gingrich uh, on. John King? John King. Was that yeah. John King? He had Newt yeah. Gingrich on in the presidential debate and the first question he asked Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, is is it true that when you had your first divorce you had asked your wife at one point for an open marriage? And Newt Gingrich goes this, we're deciding the next president. And for, first of all, it's false. But for you to ask this is very close to despicable. I think those are Newt's words. Gingrich was pretty good at those, yeah. that. And that, then yeah. in, I think it was 2016, it was Ted Cruz who was just like, you're asking me, us to fight against each other, online gambling? These aren't the questions, America. What is wrong with you people? And after that, the Republicans said they would never do another debate with, I think it was CNBC mm -hmm. uh, or MSNBC who was hosting. I think it was CNBC. Point being, it's been a very effective and in my personal opinion, correct strategy for the Republicans to be like, these guys have an agenda yep. and it's important to call them out on it instead of just pretending these are objective questions. Look, although I've been obviously somewhat frustrated by Trump for the last couple of months, like I fully give him credit for that. He yes. red-pilled more people than any of us ever could, me and you for the rest of our lives, screaming about it and everyone we know. He red-pilled people about fake news exception. And, and what? Only Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, what? <laughs> you don't remember that? The first no. debate? Oh, that she, yeah. <laughs> what was it? That, uh, what you was You call the line? women pigs only, only Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, poor, Rosie and I used to be close too, and I had to unfollow her on Twitter because she, he broke her, and I was just Hold like, on. I unfollowed her out of, out of pity in a way because it was like, I just don't want to hate you, so I'm just going to Hold on. Hold on. If you're a high school bully 
became president, you'd no, lose, I get it. You'd lose your mind too. I, I said she gets a pass. I said to Bill Maher on his podcast, "Your Trump derangement syndrome, I give you a pass because he goes after you personally." Right. If right. Trump every day was like Dave Rubin's, a rah, rah, yeah. I would be, you know, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. Wait, do you have anything else on DeSantis? Otherwise, I just want to address that point Please a little do. harder. Um, the point about the surrogates and all that, you know, oh, one yeah, of the, I, one there's of, one point about DeSantis. Oh, okay, he, so we, I, I, can, big, I can save it for it's now. It's a minor one, but basically, yeah. he had a big campaign shakeup, so it was a public acknowledgement that things aren't where they should be. Yeah. And I have to say, uh, from my personal perspective, I have been at this a long time, you and I both have. I have never in my lifetime seen as much of a sea change in terms of perception of a candidate yeah. from DeSantis, who in October of 2022, I think every Trump voter would say this is the greatest government we've ever, governor we've ever seen. Yep. And then the day after he announces, well, he's another Jeb Bush. I, I've never seen such a switch in my life. You know, Charlie Kirk and I did a, uh, did you see any of it? Uh, Charlie Kirk and I did an interview on his show right before I went off the grid where we got into it about that. And he kept saying, you know, you just don't turn on the base. You don't turn on the base. And I basically said to Charlie, you know, name one thing DeSantis has done wrong. Who was the best on COVID? I got him to say yeah. all the nice things about, uh, about DeSantis. I said, do you think he has anything to do with, uh, um, what's his name? Paul Ryan or Carl Rove and Charlie Soros. It's all it's they all know it's all made up. And actually, one of the things I was thinking off the grid as I was purging a lot of the thoughts, this thing that you're mentioning that the guy DeSantis went from, wow, this is the guy who won the state by 20 points. He's the standard bearer of everything we've all wanted out of a Republican. Right. Good young family man in the military, lawyer, crushing his opponents, turning Florida, which was basically blue and then purple now to the most yeah. red state in the nation. That This is the best guy we got. And one thought that I did have constantly over the break. Uh, sort of like philosophically is that Trump did do something with a very dark power here. If you can take the guy that everyone thought was the best, was the successor, you know, all of that stuff, and now you can make the base hate him purely on lies. That was the point. It's purely on lies. I'm not, I'm not telling you he's perfect. I disagree with him on the abortion thing, for example. But like everyone knows, even the people that are being critical of him know that this is, this is the best candidate right now, like in a, in a holistic sense. I really believe that. But Trump turned a huge amount of people against him. That's a very dark power to have. If you do it all based on lies, saying he's working with Soros, saying he's friends with Paul Ryan, who Trump had far more to do with Paul Ryan, all those things. Don't you view that as like a, do you see what I'm saying? Like there's a dark energy to that. If you can just manufacture a hatred of somebody, that's dangerous. I'm that gonna is dangerous. disagree a little bit. Yeah. Every, or, and kind of you agree. can disagree a lot. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Every Republican, is going to have to face this because literally whoever the nominee is going to be portrayed as Hitler, literally Hitler, right? Sure. So if you but the fact that it came on, from Trump, saying, not on, from the media. I know. My yeah. point is, as well and the media, as the Republican yeah. or even a prominent Republican, you are going to have to know that there there's not going to be anything that depth that they won't sink. A good example of this, which happened way before you went on your uh, sabbatical, is. Uh, his wife had cancer. I, I think she's yeah. better now, thank God. Yeah. He took a day off. No one knew where he was because she had cancer treatments. And there were articles being like, oh, your wife has cancer? Well, you should step down. And it's just like completely yeah. shameless, completely despicable, uh, to just a really nasty low blow. The point is, you knew you're going after Trump. Right. If you're going to announce, you knew who you're facing. Mm -hmm. Trump is not a, a mystery secret at, at this point. You know exactly who you're going up against. So you... As the campaign, you know he's going to hit you high, he's going to hit you low, he's going to go after everything, nothing's going to be held sacred. It is your responsibility 
as the campaign to be ready for that yeah. and to have a counterpunch and to be able to not let your opponents define you. Uh, and he's been doing, his campaign has done a very bad job of I, this. I, I think that's a fully fair critique. And look, I think I've probably been, again, I'm not a surrogate in that I'm not on the campaign or paid or anything like that, but I'm, I'm just telling people what I believe to be true. I think I've probably done a better job than virtually yes. everyone associated with them. I'm just saying, again, what I think is right and true. Uh, but the idea that, yes, maybe you stepped into this not realizing that he was going to go to the gates of hell to destroy you. I just think, How I guess... He, he's I not guess, that naive. The, DeSantis is not that naive. DeSantis is a very bright man. No, no, or, or they didn't strategize it right. Correct, right, that's right, the okay. one. So that they were like, okay, well, we're going against Trump. We Listen, know that... Uh, if he's going after Kaylee and you're going to challenge for the nomination, he's going after you. Right, but, but, but what do you think about what I said about just... I just mean this philosophically, that, that Trump is using something that we all hate the media for. We all hate the media for its endless lies and that it can turn good people into bad people and, and it can literally just 180 the truth all the time. And you, I quote you every day on my show, the corporate press is the enemy of the people. Yes. That's a dark power. And Trump is also using yes. just the other version of that dark power, the other side of the coin on that. And I, and I guess that... I don't know. Maybe I'm like, well, I, I don't was, know. Maybe I've been off the grid. So politics is like, but here's uh, the uh, thing. Uh, we remember when he was just like, Ted Cruz, your dad. You I know. Know, and we all let it go. questions about the JFK assassination. Ted Cruz like, what, what the hell are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, he basically said Ted Cruz's dad killed JFK. Right. He, all of the crazy stuff. And then he became stuff. president. Maybe he knew. The tr maybe he was right. Yeah. But, I, but, yeah. But the, politics, but, man. But the, the point being, I think uh, this is a big unforced error on the distance. Here's the other thing. You might thing. be right. This you is why right. I brought up the AFD in, in terms of Germany. Uh, and I do not want to at all compare uh, a MAGA to the AFD in terms of their views. What I'm saying is, if you have that 40% ride or die yeah. of the Republican Party for Trump, we are going to vote for him if he's in the electric chair. I don't care, right? Yeah. What happens to that 40% if he's forced off the ticket? Yeah. They've got to go somewhere, and I don't think there's an obvious plan B for them. But the, the, ir this, the irony or the sadness, I suppose, is that these people all loved DeSantis a few months they ago, did. as you pointed out, and they would all love him as president. And I think he would be a much better president for what MAGA actually is and accomplished and hire the right people and, and all of those things. And again, right now I'm being a better quote unquote surrogate yes. than maybe his guys are. But it's like this this is the guy that you were all waiting for and and that Trump said no this has to be me again or let's fucking blow up the whole thing is uh, but I don't know maybe I'll feel a little bit differently after I'm on the grid for a couple I, I, weeks I, I was talking to a prominent conservative on the phone the other day and he made the point and this actually kind of rang true the fear and I don't think this is crazy because we don't know ahead of time because he's sure. not president yet is that he would do a much uh, uh, he would be much more playing ball with the establishment than it would look like as his role as a governor where you're basically the executive. And that's not an impossible hypothesis. It's, no, it's not an impossible hypothesis, but I think you can just look at someone's track record and what has this guy said that he didn't accomplish? Right. What has what he like massively lied about? He turned, I mean, you look at, in any other election, if Trump didn't exist right now, and we don't have to do hours on Trump right now, but like if Trump, if Trump wasn't running right now, all these people would be supporting DeSantis. And in any put remove the, this presidential election, if there was just put us on a slightly different planet and a guy wins by 20 points and like completely flips the political system and then becomes the place where everyone's moving to, that the economy is flourishing and is safe. Everybody would be like, uh, maybe that's the guy. Wait, wait, you know what they would No, They would be saying he's a hate monger. No, this no, no. This isn't who we are but, as Republicans. Again, I'm yeah, not, yeah. those people, yes. Right, yes the exactly. machine yes. people, yes. yes. Exactly. I'm talking about 
the we, people. the people, yeah, yeah. we the people who are somewhat free thinking and are willing to agree to disagree, and that are MAGA in that you've got Rudy Giuliani who's pro-choice along with the evangelicals who are pro-life. That thing, most of them would be looking at DeSantis like you know. So we'll we'll see. That's so interesting, I, I, and well, we'll see what happens I tonight. Think one I suppose. of his big donors said he's not giving him any more money. Uh, I think. Surprisingly, from my understanding, and uh, please double check me at home, I think Tim Scott, other than Vivek, is like in, th in terms of fundraising, has done a superb job. Yeah. Which is, uh, I, uh, maybe he flipped, he, t he uh, turned money from his Senate campaigns because he had like nominal opposition. Um, but the fun, the Mike Pence uh, apparently was on the bubble in terms of fundraising. He's yeah. not making a lot of money. I'm shocked. He got forty thousand people to support him because I have not met one but Mike I Pence supporter. I think you supporter. have to just donate a dollar. No, it's it? a dollar. Yeah. It literally is a dollar. So, so that's you not just hard. right, right. You're yeah. the former VP. Yeah. You can figure it out. Um, yeah. So he, I, 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 I mean, I mean, let's just go through this. Like, yeah. Let's suppose Trump is kicked. By the off. way, wait. Do you know when the first primary is? Isn't it like January something? Yeah, it's January. So it's funny. We're in August right now, and I, the last thing that I was hearing the week before I left is all the Trump people just said this must step down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like guys, guys, we're seven months off the thing now. You know, roughly. So come on. Uh, another one, which is kind of a, uh, a big deal, and this is something that is interesting. Um, they're, uh oh, they're talking COVID again. Uh, in Hollywood, they're having mask mandates again. I've started seeing masks Hilarious. on the plane here. Go for it, Callie. Well, no, there. I mean, there's talk about this would be very easy for them in terms of the election to kind of have the same system that was so effective for them in 2020. So the the feelers have been coming out in the press that there's going to be another wave and we might have to do all the sort of things again. I live in the free state of Florida and I'm never putting on a mask again and I did not get injected and I will never be injected. And it's complete. Well, yes. But in terms of the turnout no, and the, the, votes, the, the optics and the, yeah, could you look? Imagine if it was DeSantis who has now signed all these laws that you'll never no, be no, forced they, to. No, no, you're not hearing me. No, 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 I got you. What I'm saying is, you might be right. They could just manufacture it a month before the election, get everybody afraid, and then it makes Florida look insane. That's right? not what I'm saying. What? What I'm saying is, it might be very easy to do mail-in ballots and all that. No, other no, I stuff. got it. Yeah. I got it. You, but meaning you'd scare the hell out of everybody, and then right. be like, oh, and the nominee is the most anti-COVID safe person that you could possibly. Possibly, possibly imagine that would work more against yes. DeSantis than it would even against Trump, because Trump obviously did warp speed and everything else. Um, yeah, that's horseshit, and people are falling for it. Like they're really bringing it back in it, Hollywood. I mean, this that's... happened like literally in the last week. But oh my it's like, god! Here's the oh other point. God. Here's a prediction I made. Yes. Uh, and people called me crazy, but I don't think it's that crazy. If Trump is forced off the ballot for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of talk that we don't even need his agreement. That if you, like a former Confederate, if you had, uh, uh, like. I forget what the term was, being an insurrectionist. Therefore, Congress can just declare that you can't be a candidate for a, a federal office. I would bet Junior runs as his surrogate. Listen, I like Junior a lot. Why wouldn't, I, I, we, why we wouldn't are, Trump do that? Be like, all right, you can't have me, have my son. Junior he, and I have been friends for years. I, I would have no problem with Junior running. It doesn't change how I feel about the governor, uh, DeSantis, obviously. Junior's a good dude. We, we've been friends for over a decade, well before his dad was in politics. Um, we, I, I think I mentioned it on my show a few weeks before I went off the grid. I, we haven't spoken since sort of the, it got hot yeah. related to the two of them. And I texted him and I said, hey, Don, just want you to know, like, I, I put friendship over politics, blah, blah, blah. He immediately responded with the nicest possible thing. He said, Dave, we may want to kill each other throughout this, but we are good to go and we'll break bread. And like, that that's what it's all about. And 
look, that takes a lot of the baggage away, right? Yeah. It does take a lot of the baggage away, and it keeps some of the energy. So, so did, did the Mitch McConnell thing happen before you left? When he had a stroke, just yeah. standing there. So was it a stroke, or what? We or, don't really know. There hasn't yeah. been a lot of follow-up. There is some quiet buzz in the Republican Senate and within Mitch McConnell's office as well that maybe it's time for him to step down uh, for his God, own health. These people, can you believe that, that these people have anything to do with us? I gotta tell you, John. I donated money Fetter to Fetterman. <laughs> Uh, he's, <laughs> I'm serious. He's my favorite. I'd much rather have him in office than Oz. Yeah. Uh, he's my favorite senator by far. Um, my hope is that he one day snaps and goes on a of mice and men rampage on the Senate floor. Um, or oh God, you think he's gonna like take AOC and crush her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that not is that not plausible? No, anything, anything's possible. Yeah. Um, and just really just go ham on uh, you know Diane Feinstein in her wheelchair. Oh, good God. Yeah, it would be like a beginning of a Marvel movie or something. He, he, yeah, he just yeah. recently had a photo of himself hoping, holding up a veggie tray, and he wasn't pointing at his head. He was pointing at, like, at carrots and, and, and broccoli. So the other thing is that uh, I, I think those are kind of the big... Uh, um, big stories. I think we hit them all. I want to make sure that. So the oh, main oh thing God, is that Pee Wee Herman did die. I don't think that's the main one. I think oh, the Georgia. I guess the Trump thing also. But this Pee-wee. one. Right. Uh, this one. Did you hear about the stuff about um, uh, what's that um, uh, human trafficking movie? That Santa Freedom. Santa Freedom. Yeah. Was that breaking before you left? Oh yeah, it was crushing it, and it had beat Indiana Jones. Yeah. And so all that, Bloomberg. Yeah. This was very disturbing to me. Bloomberg had a reporter denounce it, a critic, yeah. and the guy's name was Noah Berlatsky. And he worked for oh, an organization for, for, like Tasia, a, for Stasia, what it's called, yeah. which is pro-pedophile rights or destigmatizing, whatever. And I tweeted at every single person on the Bloomberg Opinion staff. I'm like, was this your decision? Do you yeah. support it? They, of course, all ignored me. So at a certain point, in my view, uh, if the corporate press were 1% as concerned about child abuse as they were about climate change, mm. things would be a lot better. There was an article in Canada's Globe and Mail and editorial by a priest, and the headline was, the far right's concern over pedophilia is dangerous. And I'm like, you know, by a priest. If, if this is where people are freaking out about, I think this is something that's... And I, I got to tell you, I also don't like it and I'm sure you'll agree, when conservatives are trying to make it a partisan issue, not in terms of who's fighting it, but in terms of who's perpetrating it. Mm -hmm. Because the people who are committing these acts cross all lines. You don't check their voter registration. They go to where the kids are. Uh, This is something that uh, I talk a lot about because a friend of mine came out, and when I talked about on Rogan with his permission, Several other of my friends oh, came out I to remember, me. I remember. I yeah, remember that. So yeah. So this is something that I've, I'm an uncle now. I have two nephews. Yeah. This is something I think needs to be discussed more. Um, it's just very disturbing to me how common apparently it is, and we don't have the language to discuss it. If someone's dad was a drunk, if your mom, you know, was violent, we could talk about it. Oh, that sucks. But people feel the need to hold this as a secret, and then they're suffering all their lives. So I'm glad this is being discussed more, and I'm disturbed by these attempts to downplay concerns about it's it. It's really bizarre, also, because every Every one of us was a child and and most of us hopefully will have children or you have nieces and nephews or whatever it is. And and do you remember when when Elon took over Twitter? How suddenly out of no? Oh, I think maybe you you might have tweeted about yes. this before anyone. Yes. How suddenly child abuse is a problem. Suddenly child abuse was a problem on Twitter. So these people who had never written about uh, yep. uh, child porn on Twitter—that's yes. what it was about. They had never written about it once. Suddenly, all of these headlines out of nowhere. Elon has a huge problem with child porn yes. on Twitter. It's like, well, wait a minute. You guys did not care about it the entire time. Right. Then a guy comes in who says there's a problem and we're trying to resolve it. Now you're trying to take 
take him out. Right. Like, it really, it's so twisted. Yeah, I, I remember that because all those reporters who were, like, writing headlines, yeah. I just searched. Oh, for, you, oh, that's what it that was. That was me. You I searched. searched for their Twitter feed. I'm like, have you written about this before? And now you start caring that Elon took over. It's just like, do you really care about the issue or do you care that this is a cudgel for you to hit Elon over the head with? Yeah. And to, you, to leverage this as a gotcha moment to me is so gross. Uh, it's it's something that is so prevalent, and again, it's not a political thing. I know that some conservatives like think everyone's either Republican or Democrat. They're like I hear this a lot on, on social media, like oh, everyone rioting in, in 20, uh, uh, 20 were Democrats. It's like these people aren't civic-minded citizens. They're not registered to vote. Like yeah, mm. you consider them out group, but come on, they don't really have opinions on the estate tax and, and <laughs> you know, climate change. They're just right. want they're just criminals. So uh, I think it just does a big disservice to kind of try to make it. Uh, Dennis has their former Speaker of the House obviously went to jail yeah. associated with this, so it, it's just very sick stuff. Uh, slightly unrelated, because we shouldn't end on uh, well, and We got some time. Oh, okay. Um, I did, did anything happen in terms of, like, censorship, free speech, Twitter, like, anything in that department? Was anyone big booted off YouTube? Any any of that kind of stuff that so, I that I might have missed? Yes, yeah. actually, it's a, that's a great cue, yeah. and this actually brings up locals. It's kind yeah. of interesting. So, Kurt Metzger, who I mentioned earlier, yeah. had this great joke. I saw him in uh, Austin, where he made the comment, he goes, Paul, and again, conservatives don't know how to take a win. Like, if things get better, they don't realize that they just complaining. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Here's a very obvious example. I'm sure everyone listening to this remembers. We need more Muslim immigration. We need more Muslim immigration. Refugees welcome here. Yeah. Uh, Kazir Khan was holding the Constitution in Hillary Clinton's Democratic Convention. Yeah. That backfired. Like People were like, we don't want this. Yeah. And then just stop talking about it. This yeah. is a win that for conservatives. Yeah. But conservatives just don't acknowledge their victory. So we all remember Paula Dean. You know, Kurt yeah. makes this joke. Oh he goes, God, wait a minute. A this old white lady used the N-word once. 30 years ago, and she's ruined, and yeah. it's like, she, they should build statues to her. This is the least racist white woman the South it's ever the had. It's the Roseanne thing. It's, right, it's right. literally the same Paula thing. Paula Dean, by the way, is back now on YouTube. Oh, uh, she's uh, back? Making, uh, it's under the radar, making like cooking shows, all whatever. Right, we're proud right. to, where she clearly felt very bad about saying this one word yeah. once uh, many years in the past. Scott Adams, uh, you know, locals. Yeah, uh, he's one of the first people you recruit on locals. Yeah. Uh, he got kicked off. Uh, his publisher said, we're not doing a book with you, as, as you know. Yeah. He's like, all right, he's going to do, he decided to do what I did, just publish directly with Amazon. Mm -hmm. Amazon gave him a lifetime ban wow. without a reason. He went public. He, well, he's like, Good what are you giving him? me a ban Good for? for him. Uh, they reversed their decision, and now he is producing the book through Amazon on uh, uh, his next book, which would have been published through a major publisher. And the point being, take. Uh, when someone says things are getting better, that doesn't mean they're good, mm -hmm. but it's good that things get better, usually. Yeah. So the fact is that they weren't able to completely eviscerate uh, Scott Adams, who said things that are objectively more inflammatory than what Paula Dean said one word once 30 sure. years ago. Scott, well, Scott likes to poke the bear. I think sure. he's a great guy, and I agree with most of his stuff for sure, but he, he is a... Point you know, being, yeah. he wasn't. He's still on Twitter. Good. That never that never yeah. stopped. He's still on locals. He's still on on YouTube, I believe. I'm almost certain. And yeah. his book is coming out. So that is one example of where they went for him. He gave them somewhat plenty of ammunition, and he, he has not been read out of polite society. Although you know, all of Dilbert got kicked off its entire syndication. Is that right? Like okay. a year ago. So all of the, you know, the, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of newspapers that were syndicating Dilbert kicked them off. He runs them all on locals now. I mean, how cool that in this fight that you and I. Been doing this crazy YouTube thing that we've been doing for years. I created this tech company that eventually merged with this tech company that were sitting in the booth outside the debate defending all of the uh, nonsense and, and let's actually that talk we're about letting. Because Linda, I, 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 Vaccaro, what's her last name? Oh, Linda, Linda Vaccaro. 
It's August 10th, uh, Phoenix is telling yeah, yeah. you something happened with Twitter. So she, they basically, you know, Elon very famously said he's a free speech absolutist. Yeah. So their new policy on um, on hey, Twitter was Yaccarino, I'm sorry. Yeah, this Linda is not going to be good, I bet. No, no. She said their new approach is to de-amplify posts that are lawful but awful. And I'm going to steal man no, her that's Hold bad. on. I'm going to steal man her position. Okay. Because if you are trying to get advertisers, right? Yep. And as soon as someone who's gay, who's a minority, who's a woman, who's Jewish, you post something and you're just getting slurs and denunciations, sure. why am I going to be setting up my shingle here and being the target of personal abuse? That's, that's kind of the balancing act you're going to have to play. So her whole point is, okay, we're not going to be banning them. The problem is who not, watches the watchers, right? Correct. Like we've, but this we've is, been through but this. Listen, yeah. here's the other thing. You can't be a free speech absolutist unless you're going to use circular reasoning because we all agree that like Dave Rubin, I'm going to kill you is not acceptable. No, of course, no, we no, all no, agree there child pornography is not acceptable. Yeah. Their doxing is probably for most people is not acceptable. You're going to have to draw a line somewhere. Yeah. So the question is, where do you draw the line? Where is it? Hurt? Can you, is it okay to use a slur? It's like the Talmud. Can you use a slur, but not a slur against the target against the individual? So on sure. and so forth. So my preference. Trying to find that balancing act. So, so when people say free speech absolutist, my preference would be within the confi confines of the law of the United States, which has done a pretty damn good job on this because of the First Amendment. So I actually believe in libel and slander laws. Sure. And I believe that you can't openly threaten somebody and you can't yell fire in a crowded theater with the intent to do harm. You can yell fire in a crowded theater. It's about intent. Um, if, you if, can't yell anything in any theater because it's a private property issue. This well, that's also, a that's also a you different thing. You can't yell in a theater. Right. <laughs> right. So that's why with the intent to do harm. But the point is, I would prefer... When you watch, there's no, before social media came around, if you were, if it's 1987 and you were watching the Cosby show or you were watching American Gladiators and a commercial for Tide or a commercial for Mercedes Benz came on, no one thought that had something to do with endorsing the Cosby show or American Gladiators. We've done this very weird thing in social media where someone thinks because a pre-roll ad plays before one of my videos, it has something to do with me sure, or, or sure. something like that. And that that psychological shift that everyone's endorsing everything as opposed to a company wants to just sell their freaking pans no, but or I, they I, just want to sell I, their products. I, I that the I think has been a bit is, of an if issue. If they want to have a prominent celebrity on their platform, which they do, yeah. and that celebrity is going to be the subject of slurs and abuse and all this kind of hateful stuff, it's going to be hard to draw the names that you want. And that's something they have to, we're worried about as a Sure, company. there's, there's a, yeah, there's, there's an that's optics a issue. With their, yes. Look, and there's a difference between being a business that wants to profit and also being like right, a, a, a utility. A, a, so no a utility and all of that. Um, ah, well, we'll see, I guess. But, you know, that doesn't surprise me because when Elon took over, remember he said, I believe in freedom of speech, not freedom of reach. Yeah. Wasn't that his line? So that, in essence, is what he's saying. The problem with that, again, is the who watches the watchers thing. So, like, you could say, okay, we will guard against a certain amount of hate, whatever that is, with the good intentions, but... Where does the good intentions, where does that road? It's paved I don't even know it's necessarily yeah. good intentions so much as our self-interest. Yeah. You know, it's they're like, look, this is a company. We're here, you know, we're hemorrhaging money. Uh, you know, once the advertisers leave, this is a big, we can't turn the lights on. And I'm sure you've had to deal with this issue with uh, locals and Rumble it's, as well. Yeah, and that's why Rumble, which I'm, again, we're at the Rumble studio here, which is awesome. Rumble is the exclusive live streamer tonight. It's not on YouTube, the debate. It's on Rumble. It's so awesome that we were able to build all this. You know, Rumble is running its own cloud. Like, we're building the separate internet. It's really what we're doing. You, I mean, you said Scott Adams was one of the first guys. I think the first three guys I called, I think it was you, 
uh, Scott Adams and Bridget Fedesi yeah. were the three that really helped me launch this entire thing. So it's pretty cool. I think Phoenix is saying to get to something on the second on on August second. I guess there was something we missed, and then we're pretty much close close to wrapping. Holy cow! What did we? You want to tell them what it was? What was it? We oh no, we did that. We did that. You're. I want him. My fired. guys go off the grid too. They go off the grid when I come back. That's I, a weird thing that we do. <laughs> it wasn't a divorce. It was a separation. I know what I'm doing. Good lord, who do you think I am, Glenn Beck? I know my job. I'm no screw up. Malice. Wait, hold on. Yes. Don't, 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 don't. Uh, we're not done yet because we okay. got a few minutes. Because yes. I want to. Let's go through these eight names. Oh, okay. Of the yeah. debate tonight. Yeah, we should do something. And, yeah. and you know, you okay. know, let's talk about where we think their opportunity, strengths, so on and so forth. So I'm going to go from like lowest okay. to probably the best. Uh, Bergram, the whatever his name is from North Dakota. Did he blow out his knee? Like it's probably the knee, right? But if I mean, it was do basketball. We, but let's suppose he didn't blow out the knee. I, I truly don't know who he is. It yeah. is utterly irrelevant, and let's not even waste the uh, viewers' You know what? Time. I bet that he's going to come in with some canned lines that he's going to deliver awfully, and it's just going to just be cringe as F. All right. Asa Hutchinson is going to be gunning very heavily for President Trump. Yeah. Um, do you think he's in a position to make any sort of noise? No. What's his lane? No. There's no lane. Not There's started. no lane. There's nobody. There's nothing. What okay. We got, we got some protesters okay, out here great. now. Okay. Uh, Tim Scott. I think Tim Scott, look, I, I've had him on the show. I, I like him. I think he's been a good senator, and I think he represents a lot of the right ideas. And they're chanting they're USA, USA, maybe for us. We That's support nice. that. It's funny. We've got the, uh, people can't see it right now. We'll take some pictures. But the DeSantis bus to oh. 2024 is right there. And then there's some pro-Trump people. Wait, that's the way. Well, no, no. He's, that's not the DeSantis bus. That's Chris Christie. <laughs> He's good. He's good. Uh, the uh, There's some Trump people right here. So it's it, it's starting to percolate around here. Uh, okay. Um, uh, but wait, sorry, who were, oh, Tim, Tim Scott. Scott? No, I think he'll say some nice things, and I think it's, it'll be sort of like people won't really want to attack him, and I think he'll do just fine tonight. But he'll do just fine, but that's not good enough in my no, opinion. No, it won't. It doesn't long-term. He's not a good debater. It doesn't long-term get you there, but I think it's it's some of the right ideas, and he has a nice way about him, and I think. Uh, yeah. uh, Nikki Haley's going to be the only woman on that stage. That's an opportunity for her. Uh, she's obviously going to stand out. Look, the truth is, as much as the base seems, the Trump base seems to hate Nikki, Nikki was at the U.N. under Trump got us out of all of these accords she was we didn't get into wars when she was uh you sure. know our our un ambassador uh i think she's extreme she's just like a pro and she was an extremely good governor of south carolina so even though i do i fully disagree with her or, or let's say 80 percent disagree with her on ukraine which is obviously a big issue i think she's just going to come off as pretty good maybe a little scripted and a little yeah. whatever but i think she's going to be like people remember those women that you're talking about that maybe could shift a little bit this time or think Biden's ridiculous or the Democrats are nuts or they've had it with the wokes. It's like she's the type of person they could be like, all right, I actually could I, I do this. I think she's going to try to be a soccer mom, kind of that, the hockey mom, kind of Sarah Palin yeah. did earlier. Yeah. Uh, and that might be a good look for her, but I don't yeah. see how much it's got her in terms of traction. Uh, let's talk about Mike Pence, who I, I, I think he's... I just don't know where the lane is. I don't see the lane. I think he's going to be setting himself up to look like an idiot. He's He was... I, oh, wait, I'm going to take back what I just said. Because he did far better in the 2020 debates than Trump did. He nuked Kamala Harris. He was calm. He oh, was yes. professional. He, did have, yes, he yes. was superb. Yeah. You know what? I take back. I think Mike Pence is going to be the sleeper candidate solely because he did so well in 2020. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, he was particularly good at that. It yeah. was one of, you know, he has this weird thing where he doesn't look at sometimes at the person he's talking to. Remember the Tucker yes, thing a couple course. of weeks ago? And Tucker was really kind of crushing him and he refused to look at him. I, I just don't see where it is at with him. But but before we get to the other guys, isn't it interesting? So these seven people that we're mentioning eight, eight, now, yeah. or these eight, 
Um, these eight people that we're mentioning, think about how much fundamentally better they are than what the Democrats threw out last time. Like, whether you like all these people or not or disagree with them on foreign policy or any of this stuff, like, these are functioning people, right? Yeah, I don't want like, that. No, I get I want, it. I get I it. Want, You're an anarchist. I want Biden. I, I accept that. I accept that. But, like, just in terms of, we can like, have too. belief in reality and all that. We can have Bernie's too. Not terrible. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, Chris Christie, we both agreed, or we talked about earlier, that he might surprise us tonight. He's, He's going to come solid. out swinging He's on everything. He's going to come out swinging. Yeah. Uh, Vivek, I think, is going to be very well prepped. Yep. He knows the knives are out. Yeah. Uh, he's. I don't know how prepared he's going to be, and I don't know what they're going to hit him with. He's clearly going to be. In you some think ways, someone's going to go after him? It's going to be interesting to see who they go after tonight. Because if DeSantis is, if on the let's downcline. say DeSantis yeah. is on the downcline, doesn't Trump's already done the damage there? So why would everyone go after DeSantis? But so they might be going after Vivek as the Trump proxy. That, there's something there. Do they go after Trump if he's not even on stage? It's going to be interesting tonight. There's the question. Here's the the elephant in the room, and I don't mean again Chris Christie or the Republican mascot. The the, the moderators, are they going to They're have right this be a Trump centric debate? Yeah. Or are they going to acknowledge he's not there and stick to the issues? It could I go hope, either way. Wouldn't it be nice if it wasn't like putting Correct. aside putting aside you. what you, you think about Trump or anything? Like if they really were just like here, like could we do one debate that's not circus? We'll get to circus. It's a it's and an it's election. Martha and Brett, right? It's Martha and Brett. Look they're, at those giant heads right they're, there. They're both very professional. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make a Trump, Trump, Trump. I think yeah. they're really going to stick to the issues. I, I think that's what people want more than yes. anything else. I know we all behave differently online and Twitter and all that stuff, but I really think people are just like, boy, wouldn't it be nice if we could just return to something? that was roughly decent, you know, just like a roughly approximate ballpark. Give me something. And and DeSantis uh, is obviously the front runner of the people on stage. Um, and that's the question. Are they going to be going after him? Right. I, it'll be an interesting play for him. It's like, is he going to go after Trump while Trump's not there? And does that actually accomplish anything? Right. You know, like, does that, again, that, that unmovable base. So you go after Trump. And even if you say something that's true, you could say, for example, this is 100% true. Trump ran re-election ads all about Fauci praising him. That is true. Yeah, yeah. We have played it on my show. And then it was Trump, you know, Trump 2020, how much he loves Fauci and how Fauci loves him. You could say that up there. And, and you you might get someone to be like, oh, that's interesting. But but that unmovable base doesn't seem to care. Right. So that's, I think, what they're running up against. And I don't know what you do with that. And, I don't and know. In a way, this is going to be like a Blondie concert without Debbie Harry. Right. If Trump's not there and he's obviously the former president and obviously Biden's win was in some ways a referendum right. on the Trump uh, presidency. Like, what do you do? And you can, it's really hard for you as, let's suppose, Senator Tim Scott to be like, when I'm president, it's like you've got two huge obstacles, which is the entire Democratic media apparatus. And and you've got the Trump campaign to go through. So, you know, there's kind of this phoniness about it if you're just going to pretend that we don't have to talk about Trump. It's a lot of phony. I mean, we said it before, but kayfabe. It's like we sometimes it's just like we're in the show. It's a show. We're in the show. What's next season? What keeps us watching? You know, maybe we're at the stage of democracy where the machine so doesn't work for any of us right. anymore that the importance is the show must go on. Because if the show didn't go on, then then people would seriously be like, oh, shit. And here's the other thing, no matter what happens tonight, whoever gets the sound bites, they're going to have their little rehearsed lines. Trump's getting arrested tomorrow. 
So in a way, today's this, Wednesday, the, so it's supposedly this, happening tomorrow. So Good in a way, God. this debate is almost superfluous because even let's suppose Vivek hits it out of the park. He's got these great one-liners. He's got BDE. Yeah, everyone loves like, it. But tomorrow, it's like here's the mugshot possibly of the former president. And everyone immediately on Twitter is going to make that their profile pic. Every left, yeah. every kind of shit live on Earth. <laughs> so we're going to see what happens there. Malice, I just want to thank you. You did an absolutely bang-up job, and it's extremely hot right here in Atlanta right and now. And I'm keeping my cool. You are keeping your cool. I got a little. Yeah. I, I run hot, um, but I'm thrilled that you uh, that you came and did this. And then I will talk to the camera for a second because I'm a professional broadcaster. And tonight, immediately after the debate, so we're going to be inside of the debate. But immediately after, we'll walk out of there about 10 minutes early. We'll be back here. I will be broadcasting. You to join me? Will you I join wasn't me? invited. I told them to invite you. They didn't invite me. Uh, well. Maybe Malice will be hanging out somewhere else. We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, we're in touch with DeSantis' campaign and Nikki. And uh, I just texted Larry now that I know he's here. And, uh, oh, and Vivek and, and the rest Vivek. of them. Vivek. <laughs> the rest of them. Uh, I guess not Trump. Uh, and we'll see how many join us. And we'll talk about the show that must go on. I'll be here. Thank you guys for watching. It's good to be back. Oh, and uh, one other thing. We are rebuilding our studio right now. It's in the midst of the rebuild. I cannot wait to show it to you. The official Ruben Report, the real show, will be back on September 5th. We need a little time to just put the rest of the pieces uh, together. So I may do like a semi-dip off the grid till then, but we'll be busy in the studio and all that. We'll keep you posted on social media. I thank you for watching. It's good to be back. Let's get something to drink. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to The Rubin Report. You can watch the show live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific on Rumble, Locals, and YouTube. Don't forget to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And you can join me for the post-game wrap-up every day after the show at rubinreport.locals.com.